what's poppin'? The Drew and Mike Show is rolling into Thursday. Big tournament basketball weekend as the otherwise uh, doldrums of winter start to fade just a little bit. Heard uh, Jason Carr drive talking about that this morning. I'm, I'm watching that show every morning now. I'm trying to learn how to connect with women. Because <laughs> he, he's got them. It's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah they had a great uh, conversation on uh, toilet paper over or under. Are you oh serious? God. Yeah. They, you know how he has the, the holes yeah. and he can pull out from one of nine holes? And Donna said, go for hole number two. And he pulls out the paper and it's over or under. Oh. So they had a great conversation about that. National Women's Day. Hey, we uh, at iHeart uh, represented International Women's I Day. I love it when corporations get involved in things like that. They're really <laughs> sincere. <laughs> I, I really felt like I was back in Morning Drive Radio in 1984. Kicked Although, it off with, hey, it's a lady from oh, that's good. the ladies' man. Perfect drop. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, I did write down a few of the comments. There was Ruth who said, I can't use a bidet. Oh. <laughs> Why? Bidet came up, came up for some reason. It's too fragile. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. <laughs> can't handle it. we got to do shout-outs. He does a lot of shout-outs. Happy birthday to, oh, this is from Ruth. Can you wish my daughter a happy birthday? She'll be 46 years old tomorrow. Her name is Tracy. Good. Happy birthday, Tracy. Oh, then he really got... I got the feeling he was really trying to stir some shit up because Jason actually went there. Masks, where are we? I don't want to get political or anything, but uh, where are we now? So, of course, people are kind of all over the road on that, but my favorite comment was, um, I still wear my mask safety first. Jeez. That's exactly how that person sounds, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, good morning from Flat Rock. Oh. And then Jason was Checking in. He doesn't like March that much, so somebody commented (laughs) that, Jason doesn't like March. I like March. Bring ahead this weekend. (laughs) So stupid. Oh, my God. I think, honestly, isn't he like the Bob Talbert of Detroit? Because he does connect yeah. To a certain demographic, it's largely female, but but they're not challenging females, really. No, all happy to talk about toilet paper. By the way, over is the proper way. So, well, there were some people who said that uh, they'd be happy to come over to his house and to switch oh. all his toilet paper. Oh, I bet. Taryn <laughs> didn't like it; they didn't care. And then when he said he and Taryn argued about it, oh, he showed a picture of Taryn in her outfit on Fox Two. Last night, and it was the same colors as the Joker wears. <laughs> so that led to somebody sleeping on the couch tonight. Oh. Good one. But he, he assured us that he cleared it with Taryn. <laughs> she, she popped off. She was doing laundry. and she, I got a lot of compliments on that outfit. So there was some participation where he is playing music, though. He played... Kenny Loggins, this is it this morning. Huh. I'm trying to think oh. why he said. Uh, sounds like a great one. <laughs> yeah, there was some reason for it too. It, it uh, connected something. Was that the masks, um, or was it National Women's Day? Are you drilling season? down too deeply into this? Isn't it amazing how much I remember I'm from the show. I'm, got, I'm worried. He's doing something right. He's got a new advertiser too. Um, solo records, vinyl, CDs, VHS, DVDs, rarities on Woodward. See Heather. I do like solo records. Wow, on Woodward. I mean, that's a pretty long street. That's true. I think it's Royal Oak, though. Okay. You might have said that. I know where it is. Um, so, Mike, Bill, Heather, if you would, over to Solo Records. 
sense of people. I, I can't think of any reason you'd have to play this song. You know, at one point in the song, he played it at like three, uh, one and a half or two times speed. Is that a way to get around copyright? Uh, you, you know, okay. So every place, that's awful. Every place is different. Because remember, we just asked this question to somebody. YouTube, no, they they know that trick. Well, he was on Facebook. I've gotten away with it on Facebook. Well, uh, yeah, you can get away with it on Facebook. He got bumped yesterday. Did he really? For something, yeah. So today he's playing This Is It, and all of a sudden it's going double speed. Hmm. So that's weird. I'm sure it sounded great. There, I, I think that there was one uh, aspect that you talk over most of it, most of the track. Well, he lip syncs. Doesn't count. Oh, he lip syncs. He's so lip-syncs. comfortable. Yeah, he lip syncs. He, he boogies. He feels the music. <laughs> More than I ever felt Steely Dan. Wow. So, yeah, um, how his views are going down. Hmm. Jason Card Drive seems to be slowing down a little bit. No. Oh. Because he, you know, his first day is like 40,000 views, which I don't care who you are. That's that's great. great. Yeah. But uh, I think yesterday was like 5,000. Uh-oh. This morning they were like... They're crazy dancing, making my penis so. <laughs> At the end of the show, the, the amount of people listening was... The show was like 300, 280, 260, and then by the end of the show, it was 210, and I thought, ooh, not that many. But uh, I don't know, he's got four, five advertisers or something. It's crazy. It's good. He's All doing right, his yeah. own thing. He doesn't need yeah. doesn't need Channel 4, although people do ask him. What, what, I, can you talk about Channel 4? <laughs> Are you not allowed to talk about it? And then he never answers those people. Oh, no. Yeah, of course not. Uh, I watched that. It's pretty amazing. We're in the dealsintheD.com studios, and uh, it's still a great time to buy a home in Michigan, being early March, because the busy spring season is ahead, summer also, and you can do this with Hall Financial, the exclusive Buy Smart program, get up to 2500 bucks towards your down payment, get pre-approved same day with Hall Financial's five-star certified pre-approval, best in the industry, and they can connect you with great realtors, too. Call Hall Financial first, 866-CALL-HALL, or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And, oh, yeah, I should uh, mention our friends at Zot Ford and Holly. They want to help you, get you in a brand-new Ford while delivering great deals and world-class experience. They've got the 22 Ford F-150 Supercrew XLT 4x4 as low as $292 for just 24 months. Or at least a jammed-up 22 Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive as low as $333, also 24 months. Plus, uh, they'll throw in 500 bucks worth of accessories at no additional charge with your new F-150. And they're still paying two grand over your appraised value when you lease or buy a new Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. And finally, the hottest sales staff in Oakland County is still going on with 0% financing on lots of new in-stock vehicles. So check out their crazy inventory, dazzling deals at dealsnd.com. And Legacy Partners, too. Wow, they're saving people money on home and auto insurance, business insurance, Damn. Negotiating through Medicare. They've got somebody specially doing that over there. And they are independent, so they shop around till they find you a deal that will embarrass your current insurer. Uh, like the guy that, that measured 3,600 square feet instead oh, of 2,400 yeah. square feet. Cost somebody a lot of money until Legacy Partners was on the case. Well, he had to eat that too, didn't he? Uh, yes, discovery the, by Legacy led to that guy having a... The insurance company. Ah. They, they helped him get it back. Wow. So, yeah, that was a big deal. Call Legacy 586-209-4106, 586-209-4106. By the way, I just talked to Karen on the way here. She, you know, was my insurance babe. Oh, yes? <laughs> and she, I think, just saved me $700 because 
because um, I did my car deal today, and uh, they're saying that I need gap insurance, the dealership. And um, apparently, no, because it's uh, payoff versus its assessed oh, value. Oh, yeah, you, you own the vehicle now. Right. But you so. still want gap insurance in, in, in if you're going to lose more than it costs to fix it. And they're like, oh, no, that's she's like, that's not the case. And we. Oh, but I guess that's just Karen being Karen again, huh? <laughs> and, she was like, and by the way, you know, uh, gap insurance. Karen was triggered by the idea of you not having insurance. <laughs> she was like. Uh, she talked to someone's manager. Uh, and you know what? I asked. <laughs> I ask all kinds of oh, stupid shit, questions. It's Karen. Oh, and, oh. <laughs> <laughs> poor Karens. She's, she's good with them all. She like flags, you know, flags somebody down and asks, or she just knows. Well, they're pros over there. They're really good at, you know, answering your questions, making it understandable. Because I don't understand insurance at all. No one understands it. Well, you don't need to. Just know how much like you're paying yeah. and what it covers. That's all you need to know. So, uh, let's see. Brandon is out today, and I want to apologize to Brandon for suggesting, well, ragging on him for faking. He was not faking. He's not feeling well at all. No. In fact, no. I know that just kind of brought my whole day down when I, I uh, yeah, when he wasn't feeling well, and I'm like, damn it. Well, he sent one picture. I don't think he sent it to you, but he sent me one picture, and I was just like, oh, okay, that's a bummer. Did you see that one? No. No, I, I, I don't want to look enough. at any pictures. I just know he didn't feel well, and that was good enough for me. And I, Marcus is hanging out with him, though, so that's oh, at he least is? on the upside. Marcus is tending him? Yeah, Marcus is uh, Marcus is tending to Brandon. Aw, Brandon. Well, Kristen's tending to a flooded basement, so it is... Can anybody look good in a picture Aww. sitting in a hospital bed? No. No. I was thinking about this, too. I hate when people go, I don't like going to hospitals, because who's the person that likes going to hospitals? There's no good time Nobody to go likes to going to the hospital. Especially anyway, if you're having a baby. Oof. He will not be back this week, but uh, oh, I hope he's feeling Randon. better tomorrow. Give, give, give Today me. is the nine-year anniversary of Malaysia Flight 370. Mm -hmm. Wow, really? Which is the one that just took off, and the pilot, about 40 minutes in, says, Good night, Malaysia 370. And then he turned off the transponder, and then that was the end of that flight. Nobody saw a crash. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Didn't he take a sharp turn too? Didn't they? Well, they, they, some people thought he took a sharp turn. I don't know. It, really? I don't think he went where he was supposed to go. Uh, he, there was one other plane that was 30 minutes in front of him that tried to contact him and on an emergency frequency. And he said he heard interference and mumbling. Oh. So they know he was still in the sky at that point. But, you know, I, I don't, you know, the problem was originally, of course, they had so many tips, you know, oh, I see debris here. Uh, there's a six mile oil slick there. And you know, they have to check them all out. Yep. Just like just Michigan overwhelmed. State. Just like Michigan State. Every complaint, every worry, everyone's freaking out. So they got to check everything out. Yeah, but they have Too no idea voices. where it went down or even if it did. It landed somewhere. Remember that one? Yeah. Or I like it, the alien one, too. It was a good day. Uh, oh, it was kidnapped know. by aliens, yeah. the whole plane? Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> dismissible. Yeah, there was one that they landed on an island, and then they, they, they took it apart and put it back together again as a different plane and painted it. And uh, what, what? For what reason? Well, I, I don't I have no idea. Well, it, there's the, the, the documentary on Netflix goes through a lot of them in the most credible ones, which I, I still am going with the pilot on a joyride. Oh, I think the pilot was really? something wrong with the pilot. Yeah, but everybody that knew him said he would never do something like this. Hmm. That's how they dismiss that 
outright. I didn't know this though. Remember, he had that whole flight simulator. In yeah, his apartment. He'd been practicing. He'd been practicing lots of different things, but yes. they found out in late and because look, the government's did a terrible job investigating it and being open and honest. They find out like two years afterwards that the U.S. government knew this because they had the flight simulator. It matched the exact path that matched the transponder to the satellite, which seems, yeah, okay, the guy did it then. Yeah, he was dicking around. But because the U.S. government had this information and didn't reveal it, now there's a giant conspiracy that we shot it down. Oh. (laughs) Fuck off. That's when I get, I just start getting... Like, it doesn't matter what publication I read sometimes in the morning, I get started. I just like am triggered, 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 triggered. Because it doesn't matter what side, quote unquote, you're reading. It's just, uh, I just get, start getting frustrated because virtually everyone, everyone seems to have something at stake. Russell Brand had a really long postscript to his appearance on Bill Maher. It was very wordy, as he always is. But in the end, it's like, Look at the, follow the money. Look at the people who own all these operations. Mm. And, you know, some of them have interests of their own, military interests in many cases. So are they going to really criticize a war heavily? I don't know. I always thought they would. But it's just, you can can drive yourself mad. I was going to say, then anything can be a conspiracy because you can always connect dots to bigger, bigger things. Yeah, I mean, well, you can de- connect your imaginary dots to imaginary things. It, it's funny how peop, the things that yeah. people defend, right. though, you know, like China, uh-huh. defending China, like China would never do anything squirrely or. What? They do all kinds of squirrely yeah. shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. So why would, we, why would we believe China and start this conspiracy that anyone who says otherwise is therefore a xenophobe or a. They hate Asian people, or they want Asian people to be violently attacked. It just goes on and on and on. It's like every story can become annoying uh, if you spend too much time, or you just, you know, know, a lot of times, honestly, I'll read a couple or three different sources because I'm like, okay, I get that, but what's the other side saying? Mm, It's like there's two sides to everything. Right, yeah. There are a couple of those websites where they're supposed to be facts only. Yeah, but no, who wants they to were read? Who wants well, to read? a lot of times, but I've completely forgotten. Gapped out on. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times, they don't they give you anything to chew on, though. Right. Yeah. Um, what was it this morning? Just this remember Occam's razor: the simplest um, idea is usually the right one, or the simplest conclusion is usually the right one. Well, for Flight Three Seventy, well, you know, the, the, the guy yeah. turned off the pilot, turned off the transponder, yes. and he said, "Good night, Malaysia 370, Which everybody's like, "What? What's he yeah. talking about?" Mm-hmm. And don't yeah, that's about- pretty weird, isn't it? That he turned off the transponder so no one could identify where they were going, and he said good night to yeah. the to home base to the tower. Nobody says that. That's weird. And don't forget about when he turned it off. He turned it off when Malaysia, you know, air control handed. They're just it off. leaving airspace. Yeah, yeah. And so all these other conspiracies that the U.S. government we knew exactly when that was going to happen, or the Russian that was on the plane. That apparently uh, got into the electronics. That's another conspiracy theory. Really? Knew exactly when that was going to happen. No, I just don't. The only buddy, only people that knew where that plane was at that time were air traffic control and the guy flying the fucking plane. <laughs> well, the people that that the, lady, you saw the lady in Florida, right? In the documentary, I don't know how far you made it. I don't remember anybody in Florida. Oh, okay. 
She was one that would scan satellite imagery, and she's just so convinced that this picture right here is the plane. And she had an overlay of the schematic of a 777. And I'm like, yeah, with that overlay, it looks like the plane. You take it off, it looks just like a blur of white in an ocean. So I don't know what the hell that is. Oh, my God. But these people are so, so convinced. I wish I had all that spare time. I know. And cock stupid ideas. Do you, do you really? That's what you would do with it? Okay. <laughs> No, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I, it depends, though. After like the 60th day being high, I might. <laughs> it, it's hard not to be frustrated with these people who are wailing investigations half the time. They're just detouring it. They're they're bringing all these people in to their stupid, unvetted theory, who then get on board and create problems for. Okay, who's really the people that lost here? The people who are the real loot, the families of the victims, the people who. We're awakened at six o'clock and told, Ugh. "Hey, the the flight that you know your loved one was on is missing. No one knows where it is." What? They turn on CNN and the uh, the president of Malaysian or the CEO of Malaysian Airlines is saying, "Yes, we have no idea where the plane is. No idea whatsoever. It has two more hours of fuel. <sighs> so you know your 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 loved one is either dead in two hours or they're already dead." Unless something happens in the next two hours. And Malaysia Air and the Malaysian government handled it so poorly that these families, that's well, why what, conspira- what you expect. But that's why conspiracy theories are born, because it's like, well, they must have something to hide right. because they're handling it so poorly. People and, make up excuses in the gap to figure out what it yeah, is. That- you got to fill it in, especially if your loved one's on there. There was a woman in Perth, Australia, whose husband was on the flight, and she got a call in the morning. And they asked for the husband. She's like, well, who, he's not here. He's flying to China. Who is this? She's like, oh, this is a reporter from New Zealand. It's like, well, why do you want to talk to my husband? She's like, you haven't heard? Oh, like, oh my come God. on. And they, they broke the news. That's oh. how this woman found out that her husband was on this missing plane. Did it was they from a reporter. Record her then in the midst of? I don't think so. I think it was a paper, newspaper reporter. Mm. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> newspaper? Awful. I know. Well, was, there were newspapers? It was then? nine years ago. <laughs> yeah, the. Um, this morning, speaking of, uh, well, yeah, conspiracy theories, CBS was talking about the Dominion suit, the Fox News Dominion suit, and about fake narratives. And they're being really heavy. I know it's fake narratives. I'm thinking, I don't, I'm not sure anybody at a network at this point in time should really be overly critical about a fake narrative as bad as it was. And also the fact that now they're going, Tucker Carlson's going through the the video footage yeah. of people footage. you know just meandering around oh, yeah, look at these people none to see here it's like uh, it's really not the best timing tucker maybe no. could you do that another time but <laughs> or, um or never then so so not only is it just kind of ironic to see a network talking about fake narratives then they announced that the the spotify ceo will be on tomorrow and so they're trying to tease it to get people fired up and and gail says that uh talk about his Controversial decision to carry the very controversial Joe Rogan show. I'm like, oh my God. What the? I mean, it's a, that, it's a brilliant decision for him. It's what, a business decision. What is so controversial about Joe Rogan because he doesn't speak in the narratives of the day? I mean, I think I would probably prefer Joe Rogan's opinion to whatever the narrative is. And I'm trying to think how many times has he been hit hard? He got hit hard for repeating the N word. Which it was implied by media that Joe Rogan just fired off the N word like forty times. Actually, it was him quoting people every single time. Someone edited it together, and so all of a sudden, remember Joe Rogan was in trouble for saying the N word. 
And then it was uh, taking horse tranquilizers. Uh, yeah. Which all the late night people did jokes about him taking horse tranquilizers. And Are they tranquilizers or was it an antibiotic? Yeah, ivermectin. Oh, it was it? Uh, ivermectin. Wasn't it an award winning antibiotic? Um, but it will also, it, it also is used for horses, but humans have used it for decades. So, but they just wanted to shit on Joe Rogan. And, you know, 11 million people, that's, that's an awful lot of people. Um, oh, and then also the Spotify, the Spotify guy, they're going to, they're going to hit him hard about not paying artists properly. I'm sure that'll straighten it all out. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a lot. Nothing uh, awkward is going to happen in that studio. Who's going to interview him? I don't know. I think Gail. Gail or Nate or yeah, Tony um, No, there's never really much too hard hitting. Look, I, I don't Unless think it's, it's R. Kelly. No, that was, that was Gail's yeah, finest was moment. R. Yeah. Kelly was the yeah. best. I don't think it's controversial, but remember, Rogan did say some stuff, and then you had artists pull their music off Spotify, which, you know, nice protest. Yeah, because so they, guess, cause you know, they believed the narrative that Joe Rogan was I, trying to kill what, people whatever, with his views of, by questioning, you know, natural immunity or you know, whatever the reason is. I mean, you have the president of this company that has artists pulling their music off because of a guy you hired. So, yeah, I guess, I mean, that's of interest, I would suppose. I would say Joe Rogan is the best hire oh, Spotify has ever had. Without, there's no doubt and about calling that. Calling it controversial is, is because Joe Rogan doesn't just accept whatever the pablum of the day is and he's a free thinker and he thinks for himself and he's not afraid to say things which for a long time i mean people were really afraid or suffered punishments for believing or saying certain things and you know when i got really to thinking about it it's like it reminded me of the 9-11 the the iraq war because there were people who were trying to say hey this is fucking stupid there's no weapons of mass destruction there which, of course, they'd be, how do you know? What, what kind of education do you have? I remember there were, there were these uh, emails that were going around and would have the added educational level of all of the, like, Janine Garofalo, high school education, you know, and various Hollywood types or whoever did not agree with the, the war decision versus, and they would have the head of the Department of Defense and, you know, PhD and blah, 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 as if, that proves that these people are stupid and they have a stupid idea that we shouldn't go to war in Iraq. But honestly, I mean, Tom Brokaw even said, years later, said, we really blew that. Yeah. We really blew it. I think. They just became cheerleaders. And the Bush administration, they were balls to the wall. You spoke out at all against what they wanted to do, and they'd make it really difficult for you. Well, they, they were The Dixie Chicks, remember? <laughs> no. Oh. And then they had to just become chicks uh, just because the chicks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you couldn't have Dixie. Well, the Dixie chicks, I remember, um, and I've, I've heard this said since, but the Dixie chicks questioned the United States' decision to go to war, criticized the United States government on foreign soil! Hmm. What, what, <laughs> on foreign soil? Why is, why is that so much worse? Did, was that something I missed? Did we vote on that? Was there a discussion? Pitching about your country and somebody else's country. Well, the UK was affected too, though. They mm. joined our alliance. Harry flew helicopters. Oh, did he? In the, in the, in the Iraq in war, the Iraq did he? War? Oh, no, it was Afghanistan. Ah, um, and of course, Andrew, well, that's when he stopped being able to sweat, was from the <laughs> Falkland, Falkland, Falkland Islands. Hard-fought Falkland Islands war. But... So much yeah, of that. People really were shushed up 
after 9-11. And of course, 9-11, you had the perfect scenario where you could shut people up because, how dare you? But in the end, who was right? I don't know. I kind of have to go with Janine Garofalo. <gasps> well, yeah. How dare you? They didn't have weapons of mass destruction. It was all based on that the uh, yellow cake uh, document. Yeah, and uh, Colin Powell. Niger. Colin that Powell. Was to- it was, ended up being a total forgery. Showing, Colin- the pic- showing the pictures of tubes that turned out to be... Gee, he must be. He must have been so oh, he was mad. I Colin read- Powell has great regrets about it. Yeah, I but- read... I then, think it was his book. I know, but in private moments, you think he's just walking around the house because he's a pretty calm, collected guy, just going, motherfucker! Yeah. Uh, probably at <laughs> totally one point was. he was, probably a lot of points because we never dreamed it was going to go on and on and on and on like it did and it was going to be so hard because we're fighting people in caves and fighting people right. in their territory, which well, then quite a disadvantage. Well, see, once again, to the Iraq war being connected to Afghanistan and 9-11 is... Right. No, it was absolutely. It's cr- all these, but the ripple effect of that is that it then created ISIS. Yeah, I know. So yeah, good job. No, I know. <laughs> extra innings for no, all that. Obama created ISIS. Oh, that's right. In a way, fucking mess with this red line. So the uh, today, um, I was fun stuff. I was listening to uh, Mike Valeni, who was actually bummed out today because this piece of uh, information came out. Right before we went on the air, <laughs> it was one of these things where he was like, oh, God, he didn't want to talk about this, but now I have to talk about this because some odds maker who I, I guess is the best at creating odds for such a thing was giving odds on where Lamar Jackson is going to sign. And Lamar Jackson is, you know, a very desirable quarterback with yeah. Baltimore who has incredible wheels and his passing numbers are pretty good. I don't think he throws the ball that well, but former MVP, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a very what are you extremely, extremely talented guy. So he's he's reading it off twelve to one. This team, Dolphins are nine to one. Jets are five to one. It turns out the the odds makers like of all the teams to acquire Lamar Jackson, who is at an impasse. He has to take either the franchise player salary, which is I think thirty two thirty two million, or sign a deal with another team for the amount he wants. And then the Ravens have the right to match it. Okay. If the Ravens say, and he wants Watson money, which is really funny. He wants some money. <laughs> Watson I'll money. Go beat off first. If he <laughs> to air gets the contract he wants. And by the way, he doesn't have an agent either. That's the other weird thing in this whole deal. If he gets the deal he wants and the Ravens say, fuck no, we're not matching that. Then the team that acquires him has to give up two first round draft picks. Hmm. which the Lions happen to have. Hmm. So that's one of the reasons the Lions are considered the odds-on favorite to acquire Lamar Jackson. It has to be two draft picks this year? No, I don't think it has to be two draft picks this year, but they have two draft picks this year. I don't blame them for not wanting to talk about that, but I'd give up up picks for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I don't don't know. I Personally, I I really wanted to listen. I was very curious to hear what people were going to say about it. Um, he does have a great record. I th- but that's a lot of money, though, to have it tied up. Still, I, I, it's I a know. lot of money. Also, and they have go- they have a lot of money in golf. So. Do the Ravens? Don't the Ravens have a great defense? Or they have had a great they defense? Have, yeah. How does Barbara feel about this? Exactly. I'd love Barbara would probably be very much in favor of do it. Do you think? Yes, wow. I do. And somebody, please, if they hear her on ninety seven one, let us know. Please. She'd be. You know, she'd be all for it. Golf. He's still not the quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, my question right off the bat was, 
I remember watching the Ravens play the last couple years, really, and it always, mm. always felt like they weren't, <laughs> they just weren't a team that was scoring that much. Did they score a lot? And I just didn't get it. Um, they always God. moved the ball, but I didn't. I don't remember them scoring a lot of points. It seemed like they were struggling not, they, on offense. They've also been hampered by injuries. They lost one of their best receivers. They do have a great tight end. Um, I, you know, I, the fact that the fact remains, he's still fucking good. Period. Oh, absolutely. Now, no, he's really talented. Do, However, now, we have they, the number. Well, do they want that kind of quarterback? Do they want to use him the way that Baltimore has used him, or do they want to use him as you know how they use golf? Golf dropping back. <laughs> golf. Well, the Lions' offense was number five in the exactly. four, four in the league last year. Exactly. I mean, I thought that the the feeling I was just, for the money and, and the draft picks. I don't think I'd do it. The Lions must improve their defense. They cannot. They can't move up no. without improving their defense. So this team is a shambles. To devote that much money, that much more money to quarterbacks seems like it's wait, insane. that's sort of off the plan. But I mean, I agree with being spontaneous. If they believe Lamar Jackson is the the X factor, then. By all means, but that, golf. Does, that is a big yeah. change. They'd have to get rid of that contract with golf. Oh, somebody will pick them up. No, but I mean, you got to find someone to pick it up at that money. We need another quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's that's very complicated. I don't know. Ah, just fucking roll with what we have. Draft some guys. I trust their draft now because of the last two years. The 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 thing that I liked about Lamar Jackson was. That would be the ballsiest thing the Lions have ever done since I've been following them. That'd really? Be, that would be pretty wild. I don't know. Signing Scott Mitchell is pretty ballsy. <laughs> Scott Mitchell was no Lamar Jackson. I know. That's why I mean, it was be ballsy. Signing... They gave him a huge contract based on, what, four or five games with the Dolphins? Well, but this guy's a proven guy. I mean, there have well, been people available. Like yeah. They could have signed Montana when he was available and said they'll let the Chiefs sign him. Uh, there were a couple other older guys who were available, and they just um, they they don't tend to do the crazy ballsy thing but i don't know I, and also depends on the money if it's if it's watson money then that's, I, I, that's I just like, I just like it, it, it sounds like it'd be fun yeah i think right? it would be I fun mean, why not as a fan i think it'd be a lot of fun um i mean just when i was starting to believe that golf could take them somewhere but lamar jackson maybe he's the guy that gets you all the way there i don't know oh stop being a mm. barbara <laughs> a barbara <laughs> Oh, I love no, that. I like. I defended golf. Oh, this mm. is Barbara. I just wanted to see him. I'd never seen him play that much, and I just wanted to see him play. And then when I once I saw him play, I thought, he's not as bad as a lot of people think. And then he, the last year and a half, he played pretty damn well. I don't know what his quarterback <laughs> rating was, but pretty damn good. So there was some uh, incredible, incredible music discovery that I was not expecting to bump into today. That uh, had some fun with. By the way, can you play on? Just saying, if we were to clip something for YouTube. By the way, subscribe to our YouTube, please. <laughs> can we play things off YouTube on YouTube? No, <laughs> not, if not if there's a copyright. No. Why? YouTube's already playing that. It's already being have... played a zillion times. I mean, they're trying to get it played as many well, times. You have to have a copyright. Can. I mean, yeah, if somebody else plays, that doesn't make any I, sense. I'm not Mr. YouTube, I don't know. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Okay. Even hmm. if it's a uh, live version. From the Midnight Special? Mm. So can yeah, we just... I, I didn't figure. So anyway, yeah, Bentley, don't get us a strike on the Midnight Special. <laughs> Midnight good... Special was a uh, a show that they don't have shows. There's no music shows anymore no. like this. They had it's so many YouTube. of them back in the day. And yeah, they were but really well produced, too. They were really, really well. good. The sound was great. Concert. 
lots of cameras, yeah. um, and the biggest artists in the world playing on, was it Saturday night or fr- it was Friday night, wasn't it? The so midnight it was special Friday was night. Friday yeah. night at midnight. Yeah. And you would get like the cars for a half an hour, Tom Petty for a half an hour live for the nation. Yeah. Now, of course, the entire nation doesn't get that excited about it, but the rockers, <laughs> those of us rock dogs, we love the midnight special. And I was in high school for a lot of the midnight special, so... That was where I saw a lot of the first live stuff I ever saw. Yeah. It was so yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. Anyway, the Midnight Special, uh, the 50-year anniversary of the beginning of the Midnight Special is this week. So all of a sudden, they're trying to stir up. Hey, we have a lot of cool stuff. We have a big YouTube channel. And you know. And so mm-hmm. I was digging through that today. And I was like, wow, there is some really cool stuff and some yeah. interesting observations. So for, uh, for millennials, it's like Palladium. You know, that... Sh- that- Oh, I loved the channel. Palladium yeah. channel. That was it's, great. It's like that, only it was back in the day. It was just and it was once hosted, a week. I think, it was, wasn't it? Wolfman Jack. <laughs> yeah, Wolfman Jack. It's Tom Petty and Heartbreaker. Yeah, Midnight Special. Yeah, but the production value was amazing on no, a lot of that. Yeah. Outstanding. Right. So, And if you had um, some uh, Bud, it was even better. Oh, by all means. But right now, uh, the newest sponsor, Ghost Budsters, small batch craft cannabis. Ghost Budsters in, is Michigan caregiver-owned, operated by the owners that actually work the garden, manage the operation, because they want to make sure that the quality is tip-top. That's why Ghost Budsters has won six Cannabis Cup Awards. Each crop meticulously hand-trimmed by the actual growers that care and are passionate about their trade, not growers, by corporate SOPs. And their premium packaging ensures the product stays fresh, plus also is indetectable in case you're, you know, trying to crotch it from someone. Um, You can find Ghost Budsters at one of your favorite dispensaries. Like, I see we have some new ones. Yeah. Essence in Pinconning. The weather is changing. You're ready to go camping. You're um, getting dirt bikes and uh, getting everything ready to go. Let's stop, go buy weed from <laughs> Stop past Buncers. Essence and Pinconning and Greenways in Gladwin. Yeah, you know I where see. the locations so are. So stock up there um, on your way up north because, man, weed is super good under the trees. <laughs> and um, Luke, if you're facing a big financial decision like purchasing a new home, a new car, he advised me, or something cosmetic, important to know how this decision will affect your future financial goals, and your current goals as well. Luke Nowacki and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies can help you plan for all your financial goals today and into the future. Call them at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation. See if your plan aligns with your goals. And uh, do I have to read or do you have it? No, never mind. Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Lens Associates, Inc., uh, F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C, Royal Lens, is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here, independent of Royal Lens Associates, Incorporated. God, they had Shindig. Oh, Shindig, too. They had Ready, yeah. Steady, Go. My sisters used to watch that. And, you know, some of those performances are still some of the most incredible, like Otis Redding on... Uh-huh. Ready, Steady, Go, I believe it was. Just unbelievable. The only record, really, of him playing live. Really? And, oh, my God, was he amazing live. That's uh, true. I've seen that. I've watched that. <laughs> uh, I thought we'd kick it off with uh, David Bowie, who is playing Space Oddity. Nice. And this is in 73, when people that look like David Bowie, who, uh, you know, is wearing dresses and makeup and... This was at the height of the space thing, too, for him, obviously. Yeah, Space Oddity is, is, is what he plays. Spiders from Mars. Oh, Spiders from Mars is... Oh, what a great record. But Spa- Space Oddity was actually released originally in 69. Really? To coincide with the moon landing. Ah. Uh, but 
It charted, I believe, in 71 or 72, maybe. But here he's on the Midnight Special playing it. Wow. And the sound is really good, man, for 50 years ago. Holy crap. He's playing acoustic guitar and Mick Ronson. Control to I realize he and Mick sounded so good together. So Mick Bronson with Martha Hoople. R.I.P. What about Martha Hoople? Uh, Mick Bronson was with them briefly. He was. I did not know that. Well, Bowie wrote, I'm just going to out-bloop you, Trudy. <laughs> Bowie wrote all the young dudes for Martha Hoople because they were about to break up and he liked them so much. I knew that too. <laughs> Sounds like Bowie. Uh, all the young dudes. Yeah. Uh, what are you saying? And may God's love be with you. That's uh, part. The liftoff. Band does a great job without any orchestration on this. I almost wonder if they remixed this. The drums sound really loud. Mick doing harmonies. Now, boy, would occasionally get on his knees like he was going to blow Mick Ronson when he was doing a solo. He does not do that on NBC TV. Really? In 1973. What a bummer. The Midnight Special, though, what I thought was really cool looking back at all this stuff is they had everyone, everyone who had hit records, from Helen Reddy to Captain Tennille ah. to Ike and Tina Turner oh, cool. to Led Zeppelin. God, he sounds just like Bowie. Yeah. That's great harmony. So go to the next one, Mark, the Hey Jude one. This is bizarre. I don't know how the Midnight Special combined these two people. It's almost like the Grammys or something. It's just such a weird combination. But the Wilson Pickett had a hit with Hey Jude after the Beatles put it out. And Wilson in the tight pants. Hey Jude. <laughs> oh my God, really? And another band is joining them on stage. You're not going to believe who it is. Who are those white guys? The crowd knows them. <laughs> but you notice these people have such big bands back then, too. The, the day ah. of the band leader really is over. Oh, yeah, who wants to split the check that many Bruce times? Bruce Springsteen? True. <laughs> you recognize that voice, anybody? That's the deepest he's sang in a long time. Now, Maz knows that's one of the Bee Gees. Not his favorite, Andy Gibb, but Barry Gibb. <laughs> and Robin Gibb and the... Is it Maurice Gibb? Yeah, yeah they're out there. Morris. Uh -huh. Getting down. Who's, who's that on the end, then? That's Robin Gibb. Robin kind of dancing off. 
He's a weird guy. Yes. Dancing Dan- to his own. Dancing apart from the beat. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Horns. If you would have told me that the Bee Gees and Wilson Pickett did Hey Jude, I'd be like, I don't want to hear that. But it's pretty fucking good. It is good. I liked it. Well, Wilson Pickett had a hit with this. I think it was a top 15 hit. And Greg Allman played on it. Oh, wow. Because the Allman Brothers had not made it yet, so Greg was doing session work. And I think that's what got the Allman Brothers signed was Greg's performance. That's amazing. I mean, Dwayne. Dwayne Allman's performance. Wow. On lead guitar. Look at the crowd. (laughs) <laughs> I think they're freaked out. <laughs> Barry's getting crazy. Well, Wilson is so fired up. The screams during the refrain are insane. Take a sad There we go. Robin Gibb, I would say, is dancing like Elaine from Seinfeld. (laughs) If I had to compare it to something. He's just... He must be be tripping, because he's like a couple beats behind everything. Like... You know who he reminds me of? Ed Grimley. Yeah, he's... (laughs) He's really skinny and Small. seems nerdy, but he just has long hair. Yeah, and he moves like him, though. He's got that leg. I'd love to isolate just his mic. <laughs> it's not on. Let's see what he's singing. Robin had his arm in the air like Ed Grimley there. <laughs> Wicked Wilson Pickett and the Bee Gees. That's nice. cool. Oh, they all collapsed. They're physically just so drained they <laughs> fell down. <laughs> the three Gibbs brothers and Wolf- Wilson oh, that's Pickett. Wolfman Jack. I thought Wolfman Jack was going to come save them. Instead, he just grabbed the mic to talk. <laughs> oh, he collapsed. Wolfman Jack is down. Sick. Wait a sec. Did Wolfman he... Jack is down on the ground. Did he fall on top of Wilson Pickett there? <laughs> I think he didn't mean to, he but he made a couple contact bones. with watch, Wilson watch. Pickett. Oh, God, he, he did. He fell right on top of him. Penis to penis. Oh, wow. He's a big man. Okay, so uh, I can't get over the size of these bands with, uh, I mean, Wilson Pickett's band. Casey and the Sunshine Band, I was watching them. That was a gigantic band, and they sounded good, too. Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, I love Sly and the Family Stone. Huge band. In fact, I think Sly and the Family Stone are on here doing Everybody is a Star. Oh, God. So worth it. And you know what's really weird about Everybody is a Star? It was the flip side of Thank You for Letting Me Be Be Myself. myself Again. Is that on here? Uh, Everybody is a star is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Um, Everybody is a star has four people singing lead. Four different people. Watch, yeah. I think Sylvester uh, Sylvester Stone is the last one, Sly Stone. 
He's such a badass. And another big band leader. That's a huge band, and he was a band leader, and if you screwed up, you got boo-fooed by Sly Stone. (laughs) (laughs) Just like James Brown was the same way. Did Jimi Hendrix do that first, or did he? What, boo-fooed? The the hats and the feathers and stuff. That's Sister Rose, I believe. Pretty good flip side. Everybody want to shine. Come out on a cloudy day. Tis the song that loves you round. This one's sly comes in. Here it comes lower. Never had the shine at night. You don't need darkness to do what you think is right. God, I wish Sly, Sly could pull himself together. He's still around. Everybody is a star. Yeah, darling. <laughs> I can feel it when yeah, you darling. Me. I love you for who you are. Not the one you feel you need. Isn't that weird? Four lead singers on, on a song? This is a hit, too. I think all family members. Yes, they're all related, I think. Yeah, they do. They look very similar. I think this is after Sly Stone started missing a lot of shows and getting really fucked up. Uh, so it just looks pretty together so here. The rest of the family had to learn how to sing to uh, fill in. Well, yeah. They, well, they canceled a lot of shows. He got married before his concert, by the way, at Madison Square Garden. They had a full wedding wow. with the crowd. Like Jack White. Um, yeah, it was a little more dramatic than Jack White. <laughs> it was a pretty big deal. It's a little slow tempoed, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, they did slow it down. All right, uh, let's see. Who do we? Who should we go to next? Uh, you know who else had a huge band? Barry White with the Love Unlimited Orchestra. Really? What a cool name, the Love Unlimited Orchestra. Al Green had a giant band. Huh. Um, let's see, Al Green. I mentioned him. Who else did I send you, Mark? How about Tom uh, Petty Green, or the Cars? AC, you mentioned the, the Kinks. The Kinks are on there too. Let's watch the Kinks. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Kinks are Kinks great. Are fun. They play You Really Got Me on the Midnight Special. <laughs> um, we've got Alex Cooper, too, who did a, a medley of 18. Oh. Oh, that's cool. They have a ton of people on stage. Yeah, that's a pretty big band, too. We got hippie chicks. <laughs> but, you know, everybody put on a special show for the Midnight Special because you were on national TV yeah. in, the, in the States at midnight. Look at Ray. <laughs> You really got me now. You got me so I can't sleep at night. Yeah, you really got me now. You got me so I can't sleep at night. You really got me. You really got me. You really got me. She don't ever should be always wanna be by your side. 
Uh, most bands played about a half an hour on the Midnight Special with a commercial break or two. What's wrong with this crowd? Why aren't they uh, going yeah, to eat? You just showed them. They're all just standing it's, there. It's kind of a weird thing because some weeks you might have the spinners mm. and oh, Helen that- Reddy, and the next week you might have Tom Petty. Is that Dave? That's Dave Davies. Wow. It's good. Look how skinny his legs are. I Holy know. shit. God. <laughs> they showed the crowd again. I don't know why they're not filming this on their cell phones. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting. I, they're just standing there. Why don't they have their hand up? Yeah. Where did they record these at? Like, I mean, where, where are they doing it at? They were on location really? sometimes. They would go to the band where the gig was. Rarely, but sometimes. I think this is in Los Angeles, though. I don't know why, you know, there's all these festivals now that, that go on, you know, Coachella, Bonnaroo, all of them. I don't know why more of them aren't fully televised. I, you know, wouldn't they just make a shit ton of money if they did that? Yeah, they could pay-per-view it. I know Lollapalooza's on Hulu. They, they do that. But even even then, it's just live. Like, if you don't catch it, they only have a handful of things that they put up. And maybe that's the label and the band fighting about it. I just, I wish the, all of them were at least pay-per-view or live. Did I send you Sweet Little Rock and Roller with Rod Stewart faces yes. with special oh, guest oh, Keith wow. Richard? Really? Yeah. Um, produced by Burt Sugarman. You remember that. <laughs> oh, name, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Oh, I, oh, my God. This is great. So we got Ronnie Wood on lead guitar. Ian McClagan is jamming away on the piano there. Yep. Rod sounds right, and that's Keith right there. That, God, I love that tone. Distortion. This is when Rod Stewart wouldn't look, turn at the audience. Oh, there he did. He just did that now. I think we all kind of wished Rod had stayed with Faces. Yeah, because definitely. They were such a cool band, but in order to have the hits he had, I guess he had to sort of be a little softer. Gosh. But God, this is a great band. I think it suited his vo- voice better, you know? Doing oh, he's perfect for it. And they're going to jam in a second. Which nobody ever does anymore. Ronnie. Now, Ronnie and Keith look like they're in the same band already, don't they? Yeah. But they're not. Shit. 
Ian McLagan on the keys. Not Bob Mayo, Ian McLagan. And uh, Kenny Jones on drums, who would join the Who eventually, after Keith Moon died. Is it Ronnie Lane on bass? Cleve's Ronnie oh, Lane. Yeah. Tragic, what happened to him? Yeah, he lived for a long time, but was very limited. Now, if you go to the YouTube channel for the Midnight Special, mm -hmm. I guess they're going to be adding stuff. Nice. They've sort of given you a teaser. But there's a lot of stuff on there now, but there's going to be more. And Because um, some of it I, had to, I just had to find off regular YouTube. Like, how about uh, Tom Petty? Now, this is really early Tom Petty. This has got to be like, was Tom Petty's first album in 76? Oh, um, I have no idea. Uh, he's going to play American Girl? Song. Yeah, and I this I think this show only went to seventy eight. So I want to say his uh, I say his first album was seventy six or seventy seven. Full Moon Fever. No, that's just Tom Petty. Tom Petty and Heartbreakers. Full Moon Fever would have never made it on the Midnight Special. Seventy six. Yeah, the commenter says seventy six. So. Oh wow! How much better the video is. I was blown away with the sound, too. Yeah. Well, she was an American girl Raised on promises She couldn't ever think in that there was a little more to life This really made me miss Tom Petty. I just really hadn't listened to a lot of Tom Petty lately. And Mike Campbell, for that matter. But Mike's got a band, and he was playing Fleetwood Mac. Every summer he'd be in the sheds and the last summer he lived i said ah oh, i'll catch him next time or the time I, after i'd I seen know. him a few years ago and i was like ah, not this time it's one of the guys i've never seen live and i'm pissed that i'm never gonna see them live i know he was he just played so much i mean you always thought he was gonna be around him and bowie i miss bowie yeah bowie was a little harder to catch i was supposed to see elton last time he came through didn't happen so that, that'll be the third He'll be no, back. No, don't. <laughs> I think Elton you will think? be back. I don't know. You know, they mentioned Elton John in the Midnight Special, and I didn't look for him. He wasn't on any of the uh, 
the stories, but you want to bring up uh, Alice Cooper and I'll look for Elton? Um, He's doing the new Live Aid that they've got planned for Wembley. Yeah, it's a Uh Live Aid-style concert this summer. Um, yeah, I but remember, remember, remember last sometime in June, and it's for Ukraine, of course. Last thing we heard is, uh, I think Dr. Stuart Fisher was commenting on how he looked, because he's <laughs> packing on all those, all oh, those yeah. pounds. They're worried about him. Well, with good reason. I mean, you don't have to examine him yourself to know that there's some issues there. He's digging a grave. With a fork and spoon. <laughs> with a fork and knife. Yeah, I know Elton, I think he might have played with Kiki D on the Midnight Special. Oh, gross. Ah, I, I want to look. Oh, Alice, wow. Alice was at his absolute zenith when this happened. Oh, this is like 74, I think. He's so hot at this point. I wonder where he got that cod piece. I know. <laughs> He's so skinny, and the cod piece just really juts out there. The ups and downs. I'm in the middle. It's so shiny. I cannot believe how thin he is there. Yeah, he is so thin. But that's another big band. His band isn't usually that big. I mean, people really were putting it on for the Midnight Special, baby. Well, Matt Jack. Now I'm, I'm looking at their YouTube page for the Midnight Special. Did you watch the pilot episode, 1972? Oh, I don't think I. I don't know who's on. Uh, it's hosted by John Denver. Oh, Elton was on. Oh, so he can't play Kiki D. Wait, was Elton? On oh there? no, no, his name's not on there. I thought it said Elliot. It said not yeah, Cass Elliot. David Clayton Thomas, though. Cass Elliot was alive. David Clayton see. Thomas is. Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, he's the one that said, uh, "Yeah, it's hot as a train to Auschwitz out here tonight." Uh, yeah, that's playing right. in West Bloomfield, Michigan. <laughs> David, David Bowie and Marion Faithful doing "I Got You, Babe." That's not very good. Oh, I'm shocked. Uh, uh, I Cantina B- did. Wait, wait, uh, wait, the Bee Gees in Chuck Berry. What song? Uh, Johnny Be Good. I knew it'd be a Chuck Why Berry the Bee Gees song. Always want to splice themselves to soul singers. Uh, it's brilliant, so people will watch them. Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis and the Bee Gees. What the fuck? That's weird. Uh, but again, then again, I didn't think the thing with Wilson Pickett would be good. Yeah. Well, do you want to see any of them? Um, how about uh, Tina does River Deep Mountain High? That's another big band. Ike Turner was a big band leader. Yeah. And he also, if you fucked up, he would you would be boofooed by morning <laughs> by Ike Turner. <laughs> well, probably maybe pay a heavy fine instead. She also did uh, with a little help from my friends, too. Yeah, Tina oh my was... gosh. Can they fit more people on that stage? Like I said, it's the big band, man, and they all played, and there was no lip-syncing allowed on the Midnight Special. There's 13 people. You know, it's weird. Um, one of the producers was saying it really wasn't a problem because people didn't lip-sync then. It was considered so gauche to lip-sync that everyone generally sang live, but it was made clear that no one, there were no tracks, no lip-syncing, no nothing. They wanted live music. Of course, if you're going to spend so much money on production, you're not going to fake it. It's probably, they could have gotten away with more of that, though, because TV was so bad. Well, you never know. If you have a backing track, you could have a dead man's curve situation. True. Yeah, you could, or you can fuck up, like Rihanna. 
<laughs> Dead man's girl. Yeah, you know, the only guy with a beard, he's untrustworthy. I mean, lip syncing used to be the death of your career. If you were yeah, busted lip syncing, it was like, fuck you. Yeah, get now out of here. Now it's just commonplace. What kind of, who did it kill? It killed Millie Vanilli, CNC Music Factory. They got busted. Jan and Dean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson, absolutely. Right. She never came back. Now this is a whole different version of River Deep Mountain High, which was that big Phil Spector production with about 19 orchestras. Right. And they just got a little orchestra. Look at Ike. Ike's a cool looking Ike dude. Ike is jamming. I was Doug Tina's stage outfit outfits. She was... I like their outfits. <laughs> hubba hubba. The dancers. That's like a totally different pitch, isn't it? Yeah. Huh? It's a lot faster, too. Isn't this the song that just destroyed Phil Spector? Yeah, because it wasn't a hit in the U.S. It was it was a huge hit in the U.K., but for some reason, it just didn't chart well here. And it was everybody's he, fault but Phil Spector's. He put everything into it. So, yeah, he retired for... Three years went on a doing of genie. Look at the crowd. The crowd is doing nothing. They're sitting down. I mean, crowds that? were more like that at that time, but you, like if you see Al that? Green playing or Barry White, you'll see it. The crowd is getting off. What's that, Tom? I love how they're all a sitting. keyboard. Wow. And you know, Tina, Tina played everything. She did Hugh Hefner's Playboy after, uh, was it After Midnight or? After Dark. After right? Dark, yeah. yeah. She and Ike played that. She played Live Aid. Remember she sang with Mick Jagger? Oh, yeah. She was, that was a big touring act. They opened for the Stones for a long time. I mean, Tina really blows up the theory that you can't sing at the top of your lungs and dance at the same time. Yeah. You know, so many artists say that, you know, you gotta either dance or sing. Since it's music, I used to think that music would carry the day, but I'm wrong. I love those back those backup singers, man. Nuts. <laughs> wow. The uh, Ikeettes. Uh, that reminded me, Tina Turner at Live Aid. Yeah. Do you remember the song they sang? No. Mick ripped her dress off. Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. Wait, he did they that first? That, did they yeah. come down on morning radio? No. She had a leotard on her underneath. Wow. She wasn't nude or anything, but they they did. Oh, my God. I was actually having a discussion with somebody about how horrible collaborations tend to be. Right. I mean, there really aren't that many great collaborations. So anyway, um, he came back and said, this is the worst collaboration between two of the most talented people. It's almost impossible that a song could be worse than Michael Jackson and Mick Jagger's State of Shock, Ugh. which is what Mick sang with Tina at Live Aid because it was a hit right then. Yeah. It was a big hit, but it was a terrible song. Oh, my God, is it bad. That's Tina and the big, giant wig phase. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember if Mick wrote that or 
Did they write that together? Well, they, they both have credit. But, you know, just like today with all these rappers that, that combine uh, mix collab with Bowie really wasn't that popular, but it was number one. Uh-huh. I mean, but people ragged on it because that's that gave it. Video, you know, yeah. Oh my God, no homo. Video gay. <laughs> Dancing in the street. I remember the stinker. Does anyone like this song? No. I think it, it did not. I think it was like number five or six. It was not like a chart topper, but back then radio would add anything with two names like this. You'd think that somebody would have nixed this and said, Technically, the Jackson start over. The Jackson song. Michael and uh, Randy Hansen wrote it. Oh, Michael wrote this piece of shit? Yeah. It's, but it's technically on the Victory album. <laughs> oh, the Jackson's album. Yeah. That's right. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, yeah, number three, Billboard Hot 100. Oh, God. Yeah, I think Joseph told Michael he would beat him up if he didn't sing with his brothers. <laughs> He'd boofle him. <laughs> He'd boofle him. So they did that massive tour, the Jackson's Victory Tour, which was actually the defeat tour for Michael because he was on it. Yeah. Isn't that the one, isn't that around the time he burned his hair? Wasn't it was that a couple years vic- after, I think. Oh, it was? Okay. I yeah. thought that was uh, Pepsi had for the Victory. Oh, so he was just getting oh, hooked probably up. probably was. Just in case you, know? you didn't know, I had the uh, Pepsi cans of the Jacksons. That's right. They probably <laughs> shot right? that before the tour. Yeah, oh, this he, is 1984. He was, was really- he was just getting hooked on uh, painkillers then, too. Yeah, it was supposedly yeah, yeah, because of the, of the hair on fire thing. thing. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that, but... <laughs> oh. It's a fun little story. God, it's a terrible song. Hey, uh, have you heard... Well, you know, I was playing it upstairs. Um... Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. There's one on there. You know the group one that had like six different songs? So the article had like six or seven different yeah, Midnight Special songs. They have Fleetwood Mac doing Rhiannon, which is really good because Stevie sounds incredible. And she's singing with Christine McVie. Mm. And Fleetwood Mac is really, I mean, that's that's their the absolute zenith. Those, it's yeah. amazing the, the streams they get for those songs now. <laughs> Rumors is... I think that's a top 50 album almost every week on the charts. Yeah. yeah. This is a song that looks pretty buzzed. That's a toss. Sounds like she's in the room, though, doesn't it? Yeah. I think are together at this point. Oh, look how close he's the closest one in her orbit. Yeah. <laughs> and why is Lindsay wearing a kimono? I know, with that great perm. What a head of hair. <laughs> we thought he was so hot. Have you seen the um the Knicks Buckingham or Buckingham Knicks cover where they're both nude? No. I gotta leave. Lindsay that up. Buckingham thinks he is so fucking hot. Of course he does. And Stevie is, you can tell her her shoulders 
are covered by nothing, oh. and she's kind of blocked by his oh. back. Oh, I think. yeah, I remember. Look how hot. That. He yeah, thinks he's yeah. so hot oh, there. Well, yeah, he does. Like, he's looking over his shoulder, sucking his cheeks in. Sucking his cheeks in. That is like Fouts narcissism, in my opinion. <laughs> Fouts level. When you got this album, did you just just stare at this part right here to see if you can see a nipple? I know. You, it looks think, like, you feel like if you just look at the right angle, you're going to yeah. see something. Yeah, if the shading <laughs> is correct. But why, why is he nude? Why is he nude? And I'm assuming that his he's, pants are off, even though you can't see his legs or anything. I think he's nude. He's topless. <laughs> he is topless. <laughs> topless. I had a call from a guy today who was asking for a request. And Doug walks into the room and he goes, uh, oh, that guy was for sure nude. <laughs> I was like, oh! How does he know he's nude? <laughs> just the tone so of knows. his voice. and Oh, God. He was really breathy. Can, uh, can you bring up Gorillas? They have a song. <clears throat> go about a minute and a half in. And Stevie Nicks is on a song with with uh, the Gorillas. Yeah, they have a and new. Is it on the new album that they? Yeah, it's okay. it's really good. I thought I like it was pretty this good. New album. Mm-hmm. Me too. But um, Stevie Island. Nicks, if she's on a song, there's no way you're not going to hear her. Even if she's background or singing harmonies, that, yeah. that is, voice is so unmistakable. Was she, was she in Damon Albarn's Orbit? So yeah, she thing. was for for quite yeah. a while, and they say great things about each other. But she doesn't come in until about a minute and a half into the song. <clears throat> I'm looking for it. Sorry. And then she comes in strong. Oil. It's the second song. Six million streams. Really? Wow. How new is this album? Pretty new, isn't it? Oh, very new. Yeah, this year. Like a month old. Yeah, it's got a lot of streams. I got lost intangible. But that's the place you reach when you can't help yourself anymore. Is the single a lot better than this? What's that? Is the single much better than this? I like it. I like this, though. I think it sounds cool. It's pretty cool. good. Yeah. I just noticed they, they have a song on here with De La Soul again, which they've done songs with them. Have you seen what has happened to De La Soul in the last month besides losing a member that died? Um, only two of their albums have been available for streaming, and they've been trying to get all their albums out on streaming, but they couldn't because they're so sample-heavy, and they had to clear every fucking single sample and somehow they managed to do it and now they're all out there and it's just that yeah and they've been taking their streams have been taking off because people were like how come we haven't heard this band that we love and you know for 30 years i still kind of like when the beatles got on but not you know not a beatles level for the life of me i just don't understand why diane warren got so much shit for saying hey why are there 14 songwriters on my song the 14 songwriters didn't want to be exposed as yeah but kind of bogus she wrote the song sure yeah so it seems to me it was reasonable for her to think that she would at least get half credit or that she was the you know the majority songwriter and then she's you know she i think she found out when it was nominated that oh it's me and 13 other people that are nominated (laughs) it's pretty stupid yeah 
And then um, Bonnie Raitt won, and Bonnie Raitt wrote the song all by herself. And the other people in her category, I think the average is like 11 songwriters. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because all the new music has, it's not just the samples, though. I don't understand how all these people are getting their names on these songs because usually somebody, especially the person who is you know, most in charge, will be greedy enough to insist that, I mean, you're not getting credit on that. Like the Talking Heads, uh, you know, they were on, David Byrne was on 60 Minutes. And so I was digging in on uh, that Remain in Light tour, which is Jerry Harrison and Adrian Ballou. Uh-huh. Adrian Ballou used to tour with Talking Heads. They had a bigger stage show when they went out there. So Adrian Ballou was the extra guitar guy. So since David Byrne won't get together the band, Jerry Harrison said, well, I'm just going to, Adrian and I are tight. Adrian and I are going to go out and we're going to play Remain in Light. So they play pretty much the album Remain in Light along with a few Talking Heads favorites. Really? Yeah. And I got to tell you, first of all, Jerry Harrison sounds a lot like David Byrne. So vocally, it sounds pretty good. Wow. I heard and, the Majestic today. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah, they're playing the Majestic in June, right? which is, I guess that's the closest you get to Talking Heads, mm -hmm. I suppose. But I thought, why couldn't they get Chris France and Tina Weymouth? I mean, they're married. I think they'd jump on the train. What are they? Didn't he have some sort of health issue? Oh, Chris, Dave, France? Uh, Chris France? I don't know. Real, real, really bad. As of his book, he seemed to be pretty fine. But but he he said that they fought about song credits because... She, she, yeah. he, from from the first album, he had a heart attack in 2020. Okay, and then uh, in March of last year, they got in a car accident. I don't know how Jeez. they were hurt. Oh, did he have AIDS too? <laughs> he might have been weakened. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows what he attained between the heart attack and the car crash? <laughs> I've heard that happens. Oh, he it doesn't does. look like he's lost any weight though. We'd have to bring him in here and see if he could play a full drop. <laughs> She wow! She fractured her sternum, three ribs. Uh, oh, that's gonna make it painful playing bass, like she did too. She yeah. was very aggressive. Struck head on. Not by a flea drug. aggressive, wow. but very aggressive. Oh, she wrote some great bass lines. But um, Chris France was pissed because I guess they <laughs> I forgot which album it was. I think it might have been the second or the third when the album came out. David Byrne had all the credit, all the songwriting credit. And he's like, wait a second. And, of course, it's always, oh, it was a mistake. Um, you know what? Uh, you guys should get credit for this song, this song, this song, and this song, and I should get all the credit for these songs. And it's still like, well, <laughs> I don't know that I really agree with that. What, what Franz was saying was that David Byrne is a control freak, and he's incredibly competitive. And it was kind of suggested that, well, you know, is it possible that not only was he a little bit dismissive about splitting the band up and not really saying hey you know what it's a great run but i want to move on he just sort of blew them off mm -hmm. he ghosted yeah he did he kind of ghosted the band which is bullshit but they said is it possible that you're jealous of david byrne and he said no if you knew david byrne you would never be jealous of david byrne <laughs> oh, wow yeah i know wow. that's a pretty strong statement and and honestly that sounds like it's pretty much how the entire band feels um, some a little more vocal than other, but Chris Franz is a little more outspoken than I thought he would be in his book. Mm -hmm. But uh, he mentions it. He tells a couple pretty good stories. One of them, they were in a cab and they got a call that uh, Tom Tom Club, which was Chris and Tina, mm -hmm. you know, Genius of Love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Great. I mean, that's still a big song. That's a song that gets sampled like crazy in rap. Yep. I mean, that song, they made a ton of money on that song. Possibly more than, uh, than any Talking Head songs made. But uh, they were notified that it had won, I don't remember the award, but David Byrne was in the cab. And oh yeah, David Byrne just, I guess, looked out the window and ignored the celebration. Oh, he couldn't stand it. <laughs> Did not like it. Wow. And I guess when he finally rejoined the conversation, he said, well, the reason it won is because it's, it's commercial. Sort of being dismissive, like, well, yeah, if you're going to write something commercial, yeah, yeah. That's like somebody deal. who can't embrace people around him and their yeah. achievement. That's that sucks. Well, it really bummed me out because I love talking heads and I you know, you you want it to have been cool for them too. Right. It's great for me. <laughs> I want it to be good for them. And on sixty minutes it it just was kind of suggested that David Byrne is better at presenting himself now. Like if he was on sixty minutes thirty years ago, right. it would have come through how really uninterested he is in anything around him other than what his brain is focused on. But uh, he said he's kind of learned how to market his selfishness better, I guess you would say. (laughs) Is he an Asperger's? Yeah, I I think he is. He said that he, they knew from early on that he was on some kind of spectrum. Yeah. But anyway. Brilliant. Yeah. No, really brilliant. No, and he, he didn't try to take any credit away. It's just that, you know, early on, I think on the very first album, Psycho Killer's credits all went to David Byrne. And that was the first time he said, oh, no, that's a mistake, which is weird how the mistake always somehow favored David Byrne. <laughs> and it was corrected because that's Tina Weymouth's bass line. Yeah. And um, that's been sampled a lot, too. Yeah. And the last album they did, Byrne wanted to. Hey, Byrne. Byrne wanted to do an album with Brian Eno. And Brian Eno is, you know, brilliant producer guy who worked with U2 and Roxy Music and Talking Heads and a lot of a lot of people. And he's a good big tech head and all that and very great guy to help make an album with. Also has a huge ego. And in fact, <laughs> to work with him, they had to provide him with the Concorde to fly over uh. <laughs> <laughs> at Talking Heads expense. So they wanted to make another album. But Burns seemed more interested in working with Brian Eno. So what they did was they sort of went around David and got Eno to come in. And they started working on tracks with Brian Eno. And then David Byrne was like, hey, what's going on here? And inserted himself in like, you're making an album without me. Oh, what a dick. Such and that was jealous. That sounded like that was how they got him to make the last album. <laughs> you know, with Up All Night and Wild Wild Life. And yeah. There's some good songs Great on that. Out, yeah. yeah. Oh, so they they learned to control his controlling nature a yes. little bit? Wow. Yeah. Well, that's good. But I think that was the last time they were able to do that. Hey, who was that? Is that uh, Foreigner? No, you know who this is. Oh, click. Oh, oh yeah. Hold your head up. Argent! Rod Argent! We had him on. Archie Bargy! Archie what? No one's ever called him that. No, it's not an album, actually. Is that a double-headed guitar? Yeah. That's a that's a twelve string. Fucking sweet. That's There's two frets on that sucker! Rod! Rod Argent! That's a great song. Yeah. Are you ready now? Hold your head up. Who did uh, 
You did Don't Call Us, We'll Call You. That wasn't Argent, was it? Was that Sugarloaf? Don't Call Us, We'll, we'll Call You. We'll Call you. No, I get these two songs mixed up. Oh, look at this sweet duet. Sugarloaf, it is. Look at the sexual chemistry between these two. John Denver and Cass Elliott. <laughs> I couldn't have said that any better myself. I'll just walk over here until you're ready for it. All right. Why, why that hair, John? Why? Who would have ever known that John Denver would become such a heavy drinker? I know. <laughs> well, yeah. And get a DUI in his own driveway. <laughs> he did. He hit a tree in his driveway. Well, not only him being a heavy drinker, but Harry Chapin, too. That's always kind of weirded me out that he be, didn't he become a... Or no, I'm thinking of Harry Nilsson. Oh, yeah. Harry become Nilsen. a major drinker, too? Oh, yeah. Huge. He was part of the Keith Moon, right, the John Hollywood Lennon, vampires. Joe Cocker, Lee Dolenz, Alice Cooper drinking crew. Right. Wait, is he leaving on a jet plane? Yeah, with Mama Cass. I'm super bored with him. Now and I was then. Well, he's dead now, Trudy. So I think you have a right to be too bored. soon. <laughs> Look at that chemistry. She had a great voice. Yeah, she did. She had a solo career going when she died. Yeah, when she choked on a ham sandwich or whatever, whatever happened. I don't know. If that's not sure. That's true. Hey, so today uh, it finally became known that, I mean, we spent the last three months watching uh, T.J. Holmes squeeze Amy Hobach's ass uh-huh. and her leap into his arms and they make out and they day drink and they night drink and they're on the beach and they're so in love. Oh my God, nobody's ever been more in love than T.J. and Amy Robach. And the cool thing about it is I think they just shed their families, too. They, their kids are never around. They're always alone on the oh, how beach. How cleansing that is. Yeah, wasn't that cool? Man, think of all that free time. I know. They must have just given up all Not custody envious. rights. Uh, but they are, they are, as we suggested, they are pitching mm-hmm. a daytime show. Oh. And I guess their goal would be for someone to hire them to take on Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos. Ooh. I, I think that would be real. I, that would work. That would totally work. I don't know. I'm not sure they'll get the chance. Um, my first thing, okay, first of all, they've only been together, okay, according to them, they've only been together for like seven months. That's probably not true. But according to them, they've only been together seven months. She is, I guess, in the final stages of her divorce. He's, he just filed for divorce. They're not both officially divorced. So, I don't know, doesn't seem a little premature to be Trying to do a show together. Oh, with no, this. you got to strike while the iron is hot. Frankly, I'm surprised they haven't done a uh, Facebook Live uh, show yet <laughs> when they from fuck. their basement. I thought they <laughs> would they do a fuck. <laughs> yeah, they right. could do or it's implied. <laughs> yeah, no, the show. What was the show? We, we just fucked. Yeah, that's how they would come out. <laughs> Welcome to, to We Just Fucked. <laughs> WTF. <Sweaty. laughs> hey, Amy, what show are you on? I'm on We Just Fucked. What about you, TJ? I call it We Just Fucked. It sucked. They can in do, parentheses. They can do a thing where um, there's like a box behind them with nine slots, and somebody could pick a number, and they could pull a piece of paper. A sex act? And it would be the Kama Sutra, like whatever that act is, and they <laughs> get it on. Um, do they, why do they have to be together every second? Because they're in why love. Would, 
Yeah, but why do they want to work together? Isn't that going to... They're in love. Doesn't that usually... I mean, for a oh, young couple... Works, works all the time. Eh. Don't you love it when, when couples do shows? It's great. No, I, I don't, actually. What? I, what? I, I find it annoying because it's an easy way to succeed what? because people go, oh my God, they're a couple. They fuck and I'm watching them. I'm watching two people. They fuck each other all the time. You hate they have an well, advantage they because they fuck. Yes. <laughs> That's just jealousy. Flat she has out. had her pe- his penis in her mouth. <laughs> He's been inside her. He's eating her butthole. <laughs> my God. And they're on t- and I'm watching them right now on my TV. Yeah, but some people would dig that. Right? <laughs> I agree. Some people would dig it. And so romantic. Always the possibility. About chemistry, right? Amy just can't Bob, resist. She just gonna bone. I can feel it. Amy just pulls it out live because she can't resist it because she's so horny. They are horny. The camera quickly zooms into his face to not show it. <laughs> That's the most fascinating thing about them is they seem to want to fuck all the time. Oh I mean, God, they look yeah. like they want to fuck all the time. So That's smart to go against uh, Kelly and Consuelos because there's zero sexual chemistry between that couple. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Except where do you think all the guests are going to go first? Are they going to go to Amy and TJ? No. I don't think so. No. What? Uh, that, that... Unless they're up for a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they'd be willing to do one to get them on, so that might work. <laughs> Kelly and uh, Mark is it's that's so played out, so boring. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, but so it's five been years winning, ago. It's been winning for so long, really and Kelly knows they... all the guests are repeat guests and repeat guests. She's had them on five times already. Let, so, are let, they going to blow her off? The last time I watched that, um, what's his name was on it. Ryan? No. <laughs> Um, from Consuelos? ABC Good Morning, yeah. What oh. last time you watched what? Kelly and Kelly when, when, when it was Kelly oh, and Strayhan. Strayhan, oh, yeah, Stray. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. couldn't I think of Stray's name? Just think in my head constantly. <laughs> well, you know, from if you go back to Regis, she's been on for what twenty? Yeah, twenty-two years or something. I mean, that's a long time. That's still really like a child. Hi, Regis. I, I think you're going to have guest problems right off the bat. I also... Well, Gelman ain't going to take shit. Hell no. Gelman will just, you know, blackball anybody that chooses to go watch TJ and Amy fuck instead of <laughs> be bored by Kelly and her husband. I How know. do we know that Amy and TJ would be so great at interviewing people? Because they worked together. We saw it. Not that kind while of show, they, though. While they were fucking still. Well, they so we were. know they it. Were, that we was know cool. That was hot because they were fucking. We didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> He's been inside her and we didn't even know it. Oh my God, and I was watching them. Every question to a guest would be like, so um, how many times do you think I made Amy orgasm last night? <laughs> wow, I don't know. I mean, I know contest. you guys did it last night, but you probably did, it, probably did it yesterday morning too, and you might have done it at lunch. I'm going to guess In three times. In the dressing times. room before we came out. You're right, three times. That's about to be four, and he goes down on her. <laughs> Well, well, fucking... Off the camera, though. It's a family show. There's also the risk that the next intern is going to turn TJ's head. I mean, TJ has a record of really not staying in a relationship. In all honesty, could you imagine being the executive producer of any show those two are on? That would be a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. GMA did not want to deal with it. The GMA people, they had no one saying, oh, you've got to keep them, because they bothered people that worked there. They didn't like their relationship. Well, think about when... Annoyed people. Things start to cool down. You know that executive producer is going to hear every complaint about the other one Mm -hmm. from from each one. Yeah. Not just about the show, but everything. 
That's the way well, relationship arcs go, and that's how their show will go. But, you know, at it, first you have to be in each other at all and that poor You producer, need to take advantage of that energy. I feel like they need more history as a couple before somebody's going to invest. Because when you start a new program like that to go up against Kelly, you got to be thinking long term. You're not thinking, I just want to get two people on the fuck. <laughs> People get people love that. Uh, I think Rip yeah, is people over. who are going to be put fucking in five years. <laughs> I've seen girls do oh. this. <laughs> I I would think they would be looking for jobs separately. Yeah, you would think, right? Why Why would they have to With do who? a team show? They must think. I, I think we are think. so hot. We are. Everybody wants to see us because they know we're fucking. Yeah, or, or they think their value is higher with them as a pair. I guess. I think I, they do. Yeah, obviously they do. I mean, they is think. It? They think so. Although I guess they I, think they're so fucking hot. I mean, he's squeezing her ass and getting yeah. photographed from the magazines. Let's put that on TV. television. <laughs> um, Their behavior has really not been what those type of organizations really want. You know, the ass squeezing and the you know being drunk in bikinis all day. That's not really uh, ditching their fam- ditching their families. Yeah, ditching their families. Especially if they're going to be on during the day and they're going after a female audience. The, Although cons- the kind that contribute to Jason Carr. Yeah, that's the same kind of audience, right? Right. Although I wonder, maybe their best value is saying, hey, uh, it's two for the price of one. We'll take a pay cut if you have a son to fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not gonna how it works because they're going to want, they're going to say, no, we are so- the hottest commodity out yeah, there but, right now. But, no one's Everybody buy- wants to see us because they know we fuck all the time. No one's going to buy that, though. <laughs> I think they will get ratings the first week. And then if that, that ass, they do it. Then it will depend on their content. How good will their content be? Can they book the best people? Can they get people to come in instead of Kelly? Of course, I don't know. Who's going to put them on against Kelly? I, that's just a few people can do that. I mean, I think they have to take what they can get. Well, what network puts them on anyway? Where do they go? They can't go to... ABC. That's out. Uh, yeah. So, so there's NBC, CBS, um, cable all, news. All the, all the syndication, right? The ones that are, yeah, like they said... You could do an inside edition yes. or something. No, but um, as we talked about yesterday, Rachel Ray's stupid show is going away. Oh, boy. So that's, that's a hold of film. What time does that I've air? I've never watched one of the... Not one. That's a hold of film. Speaking of host to fill, Amy, come here. <laughs> everything, everything would Every trigger. Every is sexual. Yeah. So first question, how big a load do you think I blew last night into Amy? And where did it land? Oh, God. Our first guest today is a former Speaker of the House. <laughs> Some fucking... We got a scientist out. He's going to measure my loads. We've been saving them for a couple days. Neil deGrasse Tyson, what's the arc of my load? <laughs> Amy, stay right there. Here's the whiteboard and a pen. Figure this out, Neil deGrasse Tyson. We had to bring in the best scientists in the world to figure out the arc of my load. Yeah, but Versus the average. I, I contend his loads are nothing because they fuck so much that it's like that Elon Musk joke that Chris Rock told. <laughs> It's on back order. That's true. It could be. <laughs> Our first guest today is Greta Thunberg. Greta, you're talking about the oceans rising. Are they rising because Amy's so wet all the time? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Greta Thunberg. How does Amy's wetness affect osmosis with the climate change? That's a fair question. <laughs> and today's survey question, you think Amy should get some new titties? <laughs> 
They'll give away vacations like Kelly does, but they're the ones going on it. The next vacation giveaway is, oh, Mexico. We're going to Mexico again, Amy. You know, though, she does need the butt implants, so she might get those. Yeah, her ass, sometimes it looks really good, other times it looks so flat. I know. I I saw the story today, and I, I read it, and I was like, oh, who do they think they are? You know, they have a hotshot agency, and they're like, we're a team now. You know, you got to really pony up for this team. We can take on anybody with our incredible fuckability. Is it? Is it that's just the fact that they're getting so much attention right yes. now? That in their no, I heads, think that's they are stars now. They're bigger stars because they fuck. It's not positive attention, though. No, and when I went to the comments, I, I was like, I wonder what the comments are going to say. Because a lot of people are kind of intrigued by it. And the comments are so shitty. Really? They're just, yeah, really bad. Um, because every time their picture's taken, she's either like leaping into his groin, yeah. like with her legs wrapped around him, or they're or squeezing her ass, or they're drinking in a bar. She always has that smile, that yeah, open faced <laughs> smile. So, um, I guess it's probably because she's in a bikini so often. It's just like <laughs> people said, uh, her bikini looks like she's got a diaper in it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's so awful. No, but they're asking for it. (laughs) A little bit, I would agree. Oh man, I want him to get a show. I want to see. What if TJ? Bad it fails. What if TJ decides that he does have an interest in his child too? That's another thing. I mean, he's abandoned his kid. Yeah. What if he decides he wants to see his kid once in a while? He doesn't. He doesn't. He chose Amy over all that. You need to drop the tramp and find someone who can make you happy. It's a guest, uh, guest in the audience. Yeah, his um, TJ's wife, I have to say, has been pretty tolerant. Mm-hmm. As is Andrew Shue. I think with Billy, he's glad to be rid of Amy. I, I, I don't know. I know that's ridiculous speculation. Just like when he got rid of Brooke on Melrose, <laughs> she fell into the pool and died. Billy has been so quiet. He just eliminated from his Instagram, yeah. and they made a quick arrangement, and then he was doing Instagrams with his sons, and he doesn't seem angry at all. I mean, it makes oh, me wonder, really... is he like, oh, man, that, was, that couldn't have been easier. She left. That's great, because she might be a little much. I don't know. Here's I mean, actual, audio. Really... actual audio of their breakup here. He's wearing a jean jacket. Yeah. What? During their breakup? Well, it's 1992. You didn't miscarry anything. It's the truth. There never was a baby. But I thought that there was. When there wasn't, you knew I'd be upset. What a great actor. What the hell? I'll just hurt him anyway. He's the I'll worst. I'll hurt him so bad that his heart will break and he won't even know it's a lie. It's so <gasps> sick, Brooke. It's so damn sick. It makes me want to puke. Please don't yell at me. What am I supposed to do? Just keep taking it? Huh? I'm already a complete idiot for just standing around and accepting all this. There's no way he acted that way towards Amy. Anything you want, Brooke. No, Amy. I just had it. No, I'm not just some tool to make you pregnant. <laughs> you I get your money for you. I swear, I don't oh, even care. Stop lying. It has always been about the money. Your mother's, then your father's, then the trust fund. For the TJ's. You never even wanted it until there's a million dollars attached to it. You are. Please, Billy, just listen to me. She's no. a terrible actress, too. I am through, all right? I give up. This marriage, this whole <gasps> sham. Music. The close-ups on their face are not helping. <gasps> it's over. Is this where he it's says, a I, sham. I hate you? It's over. Oh, it's over. He whispered, it's over. That's exactly that what was, he said to Amy. That was really bad fake anger, I gotta say. <laughs> you 
always had the bad. same expression. I don't know. He doesn't seem bothered by this at all. No. Unlike TJ's wife, who thought they were still married, in spite of what Amy and TJ said, that, oh, no, we're not, we're not with our spouses anymore. She said, well, yeah, I thought we were trying to patch it up. And then about a month later, her attorney, this is about all she said. Her attorney said, for the sake of your soon-to-be ex and your child, do you think you could maybe act a little more respectably or show a little respect for her, for them? Is he like, I'm trying, but my dick. You don't realize how much we need to fuck. My dick is getting in the way. He's running everything. My dick is like radar for Amy. I can't help <laughs> it, man. It's his vagina. If I'm near ride. one of Amy's orifices, it's going in. Oh, God. Whatever the nearest one is. <laughs> so stupid. Speaking of, oh, man, speaking of relationships, have you seen the Tiger Woods story today? Yes. Holy cow. I know. I know. This is a big one. Wait, what happened? Okay. Tiger has quietly had a six-year relationship with his latest girlfriend. Now, this is really, this is really the, isn't this the, no, the second big relationship he's had since Elon, isn't it? That's been public? Because uh, he yeah. was with the skier, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, An athlete? What the hell is her name? Lindsay Yvonne, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, you know, they just kind of went their separate ways. So, Tiger started dating Erica Herman, and I, I know she's... He met her professionally somehow. I just can't remember what she does. I mean, is she oh, somehow... like a marketing, marketing person? person or something? I don't know. Let me look. I'll see if I can figure it out. So it turns out that... And this, I don't know, this just started making me just feel nauseous. When they started dating and it became apparent that, you know, he liked her mm. and she liked him, she had to sign an NDA. Oh, <laughs> which was put together by the Tiger Woods organization and is pretty airtight, I guess. And essentially says that she can speak nothing of their relationship or Tiger Woods in the event that they they aren't together. Or yeah. actually, I wonder if that's at all, because I've never heard her at say all. anything. I, I believe it was at all. By the way, she worked as the general manager of his restaurant that he owned. So. Okay. That sounds like an HR he's, uh, complaint. He's, yeah, he's always with sounds the like a power imbalance to me. <laughs> so, and she's not real flashy. She's real cute. I mean, there's nothing wrong with her, okay. but she's not super. She doesn't draw a lot of attention to herself. I don't think she's an influencer or anything like that. Oh. So it seems like that worked for him and everything's fine. But then apparently nobody's really aware of them splitting up. There was no announcement. Uh, they said that she had not been seen at a couple tournaments, which was kind of... Maybe a little unusual, but not a big deal. But then today, it became known that she is citing laws that prohibit NDAs. She is trying to break the NDA mm. under the um, under the, the, the part of the law, assault, yeah. which is that there is evidence of some kind of a crime like sexual assault. Oh. If there's a sexual assault, you cannot be forced to live with an NDA. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so I don't know if God, she's... God, Tiger! What I wondered is, is she well, there's, using this suing, just to terminate him. the NDA so she can write a book? No, or is no, she no, no, really no. She's suing him. For sexual assault? Yeah. Uh, here... So okay, you have to why violate does, the NDA for, for, to she, sue him? She's suing him for thirty million. Here's the story: for he, palimony, because he kicked her out, basically. 
Um, so is this okay, a palimony here, suit? Here, here's how it reads on TMZ. According to the docs they've obtained, Erica Herman and Tiger broke up last fall. They'd been living together in Florida for six years, during which time Erica performed, quote, valuable oh, services okay. hubba hubba, mm. for Tiger in exchange for living there rent-free. She admits she doesn't have it in writing, but refers to an okay. oral tenancy yeah, so. argument. Oh. Which was supposed to last five or more years after they split. So good luck with that, honey. I I think his lawyers are going to win that one. Well, um, okay, Erica, I just want to say one thing. This, okay, why wouldn't he just throw her twenty True. grand a month for the next five years? He and wouldn't say, pay five hundred bucks for. You've been really good to me. Just didn't. And sorry that it ended. But obviously, you know, you know how much money I have, which is more than I could ever spend in my life. So because I really care about you. Uh, why don't we just, I'll give you 20 grand a month for the next five years. And I really don't ask for anything. You've done everything you could for me. You made my life so much easier. You've done a lot of the little things. All I ask is that you shut up. Shut the fuck up. Don't ever say my name. My name will never come out of your mouth ever. Because <laughs> he's a cheapskate. Isn't man. that easier? He is cheap. Because he could have, you know, when he was, when he had the, the series of whores. Yes. And God, he treated them like shit. And of course, every one of them wanted him to be their boyfriend. And a few knew the score. Some suspected it, but didn't fully know it. And there were a couple who actually thought he was, you know, he was the guy, even though he had like like 28 other girlfriends. I mean, he had so many girlfriends. So the one girl, um, and I think she's one of the ones that we knew. Um, what were the? Oh, uh, boy, God, it was huge her. quickly. That one, um, that's her. Jamie Jungers. <laughs> Jamie Jungers. Jamie Jungers. Jamie Jungers was struggling to pay her rent. Yeah, and she had been visiting Tiger at his place in California, and blah blah blah. And she asked him to loan her seven hundred dollars. And Tiger's answer was that, you know what, I don't have any cash, and I don't know how to get my hands on cash. <laughs> it's all tied up. Yeah, right. Oh my God. Unless, unless I'm about to go gamble. So she was <laughs> really that was probably done on credit. Um, she she was very embarrassed. She said because she knew that of course he could loan her seven hundred dollars. He just didn't want to. Yes. Ass. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that say something? I mean, when you think he would, she had really been nice yes. to him, and so she played the game his way. Couldn't he do just a little something tiny? You remember He's that a cheap fucker, huh? <laughs> Isn't it time to get the Tiger Woods tote board out then again oh, to add a few more of the yeah, may have to do that. names? Here, here's some more information from the lawsuit. So she thinks she's living there, uh, even though they had broken up. So she claims that Tiger's people said, hey, pack a suitcase. We're going <laughs> to send you on a nice little vacation. I mean, Tiger's not going, but. <laughs> and then they put all her stuff in storage, right? Yeah, so once, <laughs> once they arrived at the oh. oh, you piece of shit. So they drive her to the airport, and she claims that once they got to the airport, they go, oh, by the way, you're never going back to that house. You've been locked out. <laughs> I, I gotta assume she just the goes. Locks already changed. They probably called him on the way to the airport. Yo, locks are changed. Everything's cool. Oh, it sounds like it was all orchestra. Her stuff is already in the storage space. She oh. alleges that one of Tiger's Wait. lawyers then met her at the airport with a proposal to resolve any outstanding issues between Tiger and her. Oh, and she as claims, she's waiting for a flight out. She claims so they pressure. took forty grand in cash that she had at the house and accused her of doing something shady with the money. Like, oh no, that was your money. I don't know what you did with it. Oh, wow. Wait, what? Took, say that again? They took money. She claims she had 40 grand at the house. She's like, I want that in 40 cash? Grand. In cash. And they're like, no, we didn't take it. You did something with it. Wow. 
What? This, Why would this, she have $40,000 yeah, in really? cash? That sounds pretty <laughs> weird. So now she's suing uh, Tiger for $30 million. <laughs> Is that the house? Yeah, isn't that a gorgeous Wait, house? Wait, that's one house? Yeah. Holy Couldn't crap. you put her on one side for a while? Yeah, the she West would, Wing. She could live right why there. Why doesn't he just check. wait? Why didn't he just send her a vacation and move his shit out of the house and go get another house? Because he Tiger has, doesn't think that way. He has so much I mean, money. On, he could have done easier. that. This is way You know. Wow. So how can, how can he be such a dick? So they responded by suing her back. Huh. For what? What is the basis of her lawsuit? Because uh, is she basically claims, palimony. She claims there's an oral agreement that she could stay in that house for up to five years. Oral agreements don't Snow. hold up in court, though. Why would anybody make that agreement? That Just yeah, yeah, put we, her in another house for five years and pay it ahead and then make her sign something. And then she just shuts up <laughs> and everything's cool. But it's interesting. Why is he part so of fucking this, cheap? He pays these people to tell her what's going to happen and to tell her, <laughs> don't ever go back there again. He can't even speak to her. Wow. No. But you know, that's really. I gotta say, going. Well, no, that's Tiger's MO. Ridiculous. Tiger did that all the time. He had everybody. He's not the president. (laughs) That's president of tapping that ass. (laughs) Yeah, I guess he is. Um, Cool, though, that he's just like, I'm just. You you be the messenger. I don't want to tell her that. uh, I don't want that. Get her to the airport. I don't care where you send her. Uh, (laughs) She loves Bally. Why don't you send her to Bally? And I want them changing locks as soon as the car takes off from the front of the house. And I want her shit out of here and in some storage place that I never hear about. And somebody take her the key. <laughs> I'm the president of hitting that ass. And that's it. I love, it's over. I love this idea that they're like, hey, you want to go on a vacation? I mean, Tiger's not going. But you want to go on a vacation? We'll drive you to the airport. She's like, all right. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go there. I'd love to go to Bali. Why isn't Tiger going? I got to say, though, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on the thing you said before about getting rid of the NDA. Maybe this is kind of a way to get rid of the NDA so she could write a book. You know, the he lawsuit. doesn't want her to write a book. Why no, I doesn't know. he just give her some money to shut up? <laughs> that's what she wants. I mean, that's what a book is. It's money in the bank. $30 million. <sighs> I wonder what, no, they, her would, book I wonder would what not, they would settle on. Her book no, she would not $30 earn her $30 million unless she's got a really good manuscript. I mean, <laughs> she's got something really good. But I, I he's kind of I don't a, know. He's kind of a bore unless he's doing Ambien and banging chicks. Means now, uh, what, what could well, she really uh, there is that little trip across him. the highway he made asleep at 7.15 in the morning. Crash! We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, right? But you remember I, that, Tiger? I never, uh, I mean, no, Tiger does not, not remember weird that. how everyone just acted like, oh, is he going to be okay? And <laughs> nobody really wondered oh, why yeah. he fell asleep at 7.15 No drug test. No drug test. That's funny. You, you mentioned that one. I'm thinking of the... Other one that he had. You're talking about the one in California. When yeah, the one in California around, that he, got, the he didn't get a ticket for. I like the one in Florida, Florida. really late at night when he's on driving on his rims because he's just hitting the curb. Oh, and going he, he got curb. busted for that. Oh, oh did he get busted? He, he, oh, that poor He really man. didn't. There weren't consequences for that, were no, there, though? nothing. Nothing at except, all. Except people praying for Tiger's recovery. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he went to rehab. He went to a rehab. Not right? that time. Didn't he? No. Not that time. No. From the Florida incident? Yeah, he did for that. But for the incident in California yeah, where he not, was driving not, yeah. the, that, oh. I forgot what kind of car okay, that was. It was he, like, yeah. he drove like 75 miles an hour across four lanes of traffic and a median. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. he was lucky sleepy. To, he is so lucky to be alive. 
<laughs> he was. And that was actually lucky that he was that injured. In fact, I wonder if he was really that injured. They said, look, uh, we're just going to say that he could lose his leg. Okay, let's just put that out there. And then people just worry about his leg and they won't worry about what he was drinking and taking and smoking and popping. Because, yeah. yeah. gee, he did seem to recover just fine. Well, yeah. yeah bounce back. I mean, I'm sure. He's an amazing athlete. <laughs> That's why. Right. He's an incredible athlete. But somehow he manages to get it his way all the time. and He's really good at golf. That's why. <laughs> and he has the best weasel managers. I mean, they, these are the best weasels in the world. The fact that they would actually take her, on, you know, hey, you're going on a vacation. Can you imagine how well paid these guys are? Oh, God, what am I going to come up with? Oh, tell her she's going to Bali. Yeah, I'll tell, tell her she's going to Bali by herself. I, you know what? Well, she can go with a couple of friends, too. I go pick up the whole tab. I'll take her to the airport, and then just don't have to drop her off. I'm going to tell her that she's never coming back to the house again. And if she does, she's locked out. She's got new, new locks. And all shit's in storage. That's how I'll do it. I think one of his advisors would be like, no, Tiger, you're going to tell her it's got to be a short trip so she doesn't pack a bunch of the shit from the house. You can just leave it there. <laughs> you don't want her taking any of your stuff. Mm. God, what a creep. Yeah, because then they get to s decide what, what her stuff what her is. Stuff is. Yeah, 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 so Tiger, you know, if there's some lamp that he really wants... <laughs> That she likes or she picked out, she can't take it. <laughs> Think about how funny that picture is. That giant house, massive house, and then this little part of the property is all her shit. Because they just <laughs> threw it out. Well, if they lived together for six years, she probably participated in a lot of the buying of furniture. Yeah. and She made it a home. I made it a home. Um... <laughs> But an oral agreement to take over for five years, thats that seems weird. I can't well, even picture Tiger it, saying that. I, it yeah, like, I'll just take care of you for like five years. and yeah. It seems like bullshit. I mean, you never think you're going to be kicked out after they they outfox you and take you to the airport. But <laughs> at some point, you have to know that if you don't have anything written down. But it, it would yeah, be she awkward. She fell for the old solo trip. But it would be awkward, though, to also ask, you know, um, five years in this house, guaranteed, sign here, you know? So that yeah, well, Imagine that she gets to the either. airport and they tell her the deal and she's just thinking in her head. What happened? <laughs> Wait, did she think she was getting five years in that house? Yeah. But that's, that's, what, that's Tiger's how, that's house how, before he ever knew her. So how would that work? Although it's a huge house. I mean, she could never see him. How did that conversation oh, look, even happen? You can never see me. You're saying that side of the house. Do not look in this direction. He promised. But how did that conversation even take place, though? Five years in this house. I want five years living in this I, house. I don't think he'd want her in that house. I would think he might agree to five years in the house of my choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, couldn't he they settle that? He sounds really cheap, doesn't he? He is really cheap. Yeah. I mean, that's just dumb. Why even let it get to this point? He did the same thing with these other girls. He should have paid them off. How could he not learn his lesson? Remember, we talked about that. Yeah. Why didn't he just... Shut these chicks up with money and NDAs. He did have a couple NDAs, and eventually he had a lot more. I think it was, wasn't it Rachel Yucatel he had the big NDA with? Mm hmm And what was she doing last? Wait. She uh, was on the documentary. Yeah, which, ugh. Seemed, seemed to me, hadn't things not, not gone so well for her? I thought her? she declared bankruptcy. Yeah, she did. After she nailed David Boring Anus. Oh, yeah, but you got Tiger <laughs> so mad. 
and Derek Jeter's Bones. flirting with her. She was, <laughs> she was really, she was beautiful. That easily was Tiger's Masters of Women, right? Yeah. I mean, that was the best one. But uh, it seemed like the years hadn't been all that kind to her. Like, she's she seems like kind of a schemer to me. Because remember, she was, uh, she marketed herself as the girl that was engaged to the guy that died in the 9-11 accident. Oh, yeah. And then his family said, no, she was not engaged to him. And and then she tried to get in on the- It's like early the, George Santos. Yeah. <laughs> she tried to get on the payments from the, you know, the big fund of money for all the victims' families. Yeah. Yep. She tried to get a share of that, and the family said, no, you're not getting a share of that. You were his girlfriend. And you were not engaged, and then she wouldn't leave the condo, and she, I think she suggested that, well, I inherit the condo, because I lived here with him. And they're like, no. Get the fuck out of here! You bought the condo, and I think they evicted her. She was a hot babe. She didn't have any legal standing. She just thought that was, that was her ticket. Yeah, I think she was kind Okay, but you can find another guy that'll let you, you know, stay at his place. You house him, he'll house you. That's how it works. Quid pro bone. It just, it also sounded like she'd gone through a lot of money because she got a lot of money from Tiger. Yeah. Wasn't she, wasn't he really the only one that really got paid? No. I thought Yucatel was the one he wouldn't give 500 bucks to. No. No, no, Yucatel was, no, he he treated her, he took her to Saudi Arabia for a tournament, remember? Yeah. And then, where she got busted. And then sent her home because yeah. there was an, uh, She literally gets off like a 20 hour flight and she's like, okay, get on that plane and take off. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, on to you. There are some people from the National Enquirer here. You need to go home. <laughs> you need to fly home immediately. I have to like play golf. <laughs> I know it sounds so stupid. I mean, but I love you. I can hit a golf ball really far. So, like, <laughs> that really takes precedence over everything. I can, like, hit a golf ball. Wanna fuck? <laughs> I like to take Ambien. Oh, remember, too, he was so childish because he would love to sit there and, like, eat cereal and watch cartoons. Oh, yeah, on Saturday after mornings. After nailing chicks all night on Ambien. How does he go from this Lothario, this sexual being, to just a little tiny child in the morning? I know. And he was... He had some real daddy issues. Oh, yeah. He did. Oh, yeah. It was... Well, his dad was His dad was really banging pathetic. away while Tiger was playing golf. His dad had, remember his dad had maids who like yeah. served dual purposes and yeah. they found all these dildos <laughs> and drawers died. all oh. over the house. Oh, when he died. Really? Oh, I guess my dad like slamming the maids with dildos. That's weird. <laughs> Fuck. What are you guys going to do with those dildos? Are we sure it wasn't the other way around? Can we sell those? Yeah. They must have some value. They're my dad. They mean a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> those are Earl Woods dildos. If they're family heirlooms, I think they're model after his. I think they're model after his penis. <laughs> Someday I hope to pass it down to my kids. Oh God! The family heirloom dildo. dildos. Yeah, yeah. Oh I mean, look how great it worked for uh, for both Tiger and his pops. Well, he better okay. He better pony up some cash and shut this one up, or this is going to get ugly. Because when you start suggesting that your NDA is invalid due to sexual assault, yeah. then there's going to be a lot of interest in that. The Christine Brennans are going to get really excited. Oh, I, Not to mention everybody else. <laughs> and if Christine Brennan didn't like a tampon joke, how is she going to like this? 
how does Tiger Woods not handle these things better by now? <laughs> I think he needs That's a what I mean. crisis I, management team. Why didn't you just say, oh, yeah, I guess there was a five-year agreement, so, yeah, uh, just rent sorry. that house. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Mm. Would you like to go on a trip? Uh, I think he's he's screwing up. And he just put his fix-it guys to work. You know, he's operating like Tom Cruise. That's how Tom Cruise yeah, operates. Well, when you have that much money. And you're that famous. Yeah, but, people, yeah. but the thing is, um, he's supposed to be the evolved Tiger Woods who is nice to people now. <laughs> a, a tiger never changes his stripes, Drew. <laughs> I guess <laughs> not. So dumb. Um. Cruz had that girl didn't hear David Miscavige when he came over for dinner. Oh, right, and she yeah. said, what? And then she <laughs> apparently had the audacity to ask a couple questions that Cruz didn't like. So the next day he said, I'm going to work out <clears throat> and left. <laughs> and then they, they came in, they assaulted the house and boxed her shit up and said, yep, we're moving you back to your old place. Well, didn't they make her scrub the tile in the on the bathroom floor back at the Scientology Probably when she got back too? there. But I think I remember her talking about that. Who was this? Who was the girl? I forget what. I her don't remember. remember this. She was a nobody. She was a girl in Scientology. She was a tweener. They, they got pictures of the hottest chicks in his orbit in Scientology, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I like that girl." And they're like, "Oh shit, she's engaged to a guy." You know what? Let's go into his audit file. <laughs> and so then they said. Yeah, we audited um, we audited your uh, fiance, and uh, did you know that he cheated on you? And she's like, "What?" And then I think they started pressuring her. Well, you better break up with him. And then that was accomplished, and probably within forty eight hours. And I was like, "You know, Tom Cruise. Uh, maybe you should go on a date with Tom Cruise." And she moved in with him within a week. Cool. Wait, what? And then I want to say it was like two months later. Uh, apparently, uh, Miss Cabbage felt disrespected. Because he has to, he said something. What? <laughs> Which is obnoxious. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Don't say what to David Miscavige. Her name was Nazanin Beyond. Oh, well, that's a stupid that's name. That's a great name. Doesn't she resemble Katie Holmes Nazanin. a little bit? Doesn't she have dark uh, yeah, hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. Katie Holmes followed her. Right. Because then he came up with a list of the five Hollywood girls, including ScarJo. Yeah. And Penelope Cruz. Penelope, yeah. Oh, um, the girl from Modern Family too, from Oh Columbia, yeah, her um, name is, and she she smelled it. Three right. letters. What the hell? ScarJo smelled it too because he wanted to go to the Celebrity Center for lunch, and she's like, "I thought we were going to talk about a script." It's like, "Well, I really need to get to know you first. and and then she said, "You know, I'm going to pass on the lunch." ScarJo just bolted. She <laughs> smelled it out. That. What the hell is that lady's name? It's going to drive me nuts. Now. It's three letters like Piazia. Yeah, huge boobs. Via? Oh, Via? No, not Alex Winter. No, 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 no. No, Modern Family with the... Ed O'Neill. Sophia Vergara? Sophia Vergara, thank yeah, you. That's what? He tried name. to... <laughs> yeah, and she knew it was bullshit right oh, away. Oh, hell no. You yeah, could never fall trick her. What? She's Colombian. You can't pull and, the wool over her eyes. And Katie that's Holmes, racist. he basically kidnapped Katie Holmes. Yeah. She talked to her parents right. every day, and then they didn't talk to her for 17 days, and they were about to file a missing persons report. Because she went from her date to Tom Cruise to absolute radio silence. Right. And then when they got a hold of her, I think within an hour she had said, well, um, I'm not Catholic anymore. I'm a Scientologist. And uh, Tom and I are getting engaged. And they are like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they helped get her out. 
and helped her craft the agreement whereby Surrey was hers, basically, because mm. Surrey was a suppressive person. Surrey is not a well, Scientologist. She wanted Surrey, but she won that battle. Yes. And so what she gave up was she was not allowed to be seen publicly with a male for five years. That's why she had to download Jamie Foxx. Yeah, so she was, she <laughs> could not appear on, um, we fucked, we just <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Katie Holmes has canceled her appearance on, we just fucked. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> due to the restraint of sex agreement that she yeah. can you leave signing something like that I that's, that's bizarre. In, in those corners I that's why I keep saying it I understand there are very valid reasons for a non-disclosure agreement but when it comes to a relationship mm-hmm. and people start trying to hide crimes with NDAs I, I don't understand how a lawyer can legally agree to that all those deals with R. Kelly and that one law firm, mm-hmm. all those girls were, they were raped. Yeah. They were recorded without their consent. They were forced to do a lot of things they didn't want to do. I mean, they were they had crimes committed against them. How can you tell someone they can't talk about a crime? Yeah. And then, well, you can talk about it, but you'll be giving me that $2 million back. Mm. So anyway, in the end, they all talked. Mm. Um, as did Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels had an NDA. Although he did sue her, didn't he? Didn't we de- determine Anyone. that? Anyone. Yeah, Anyone. she yeah. owes him a lot of money. Yeah. Um, that reminds me, on CBS this morning, they had a text message of Tucker Carlson. It was like, I hate Trump passionately or something like that. Oh, the text? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, well, very interesting. Huh. Are we surprised? Are you surprised by that? No, not really. No, I mean, if we saw the text messages of all these people who are, I would imagine there are people who work very closely to presidents and presidential candidates who, if you read their private probably text messages, that, they yeah. would probably say a lot of shitty things. Yeah, so I don't know who he's talking to, though, but yeah. he said we're very, very close. maybe? Very, very close to being able to ignore Trump on most nights. He texted the colleague, yeah, this I is can't Jan wait. 4th, I truly cannot wait. I hate him passionately. Yeah, he couldn't wait till he didn't have to talk about him. I was thinking about the the matchup of Trump Biden. This is like Ali Frazier. <laughs> he had three boxing matches. Yeah. Frazier won if, the first if one. Twenty years old. Ali won the second one, and Ali won the third one. Have we ever had two people face off for president three terms in a row? I don't think so. Nixon and Kennedy in '60, and then Nixon. Was against Humphrey in '68. He was against oh, McGovern in '72. Um, I just can't think of that many rematches. No, because usually when you lose running for president, nobody has any interest in yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, you vanish, or you do it. Obama did, and uh, what did he do? Go jet skiing? Or- yeah, <laughs> we've only had one president who was not a consecutive president. Grover Cleveland won, yep, and lost, yep. and won. So um, he beat he beat Harrison here. I'm George looking at George W. Bush or George Herbert Walker Bush wasn't he a one term? Yeah, he was a one termer, but he didn't run. But he yet. didn't run against the oh, same people. That's what you're saying, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. He ran against uh, Clinton and Dukakis. Now he ran, but he lost the primary to Reagan in '80, and I can't remember if he no Reagan was reelected in '84, so no, he ran. So Garfield, okay, Grover Cleveland beat some loser named James Blaine. <laughs> And then uh, Harrison beat Grover Cleveland, and then Grover Cleveland came back and beat Harrison. My God, look how old they all look. So they all look the same. 
So, in other words, Cleveland could not run a... No, he could have run a third time then. There was no rule. Did they... Did they run again against each other? No, no because no, just the other guy bad. didn't win. One guy, yeah. He didn't win. Harrison won once and Cleveland won. After his second term, who ran? What year was that? 92, 1892 or something? What was the question? I'm sorry. Who ran? After Okay, Grover Cleveland won his second term after he won, then he lost, then he won. So he yes. had two terms. But you could win multiple, multiple terms back then because FDR was won his fourth term in 1945. Yeah, he did not run again. He didn't run again. No. Oh, Drew, I had no idea you had such presidential oh, knowledge. Oh, a lot of presidential knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I, cause I, and I was criticized on an early report card for being only being interested in presidents and sports figures. <laughs> hey. <laughs> they criticize you for that. Yeah, well, I mean, I had some good things. I stood in line, stuff like that. Oh, you listened. Patiently <laughs> stood in line. I was scrolling back and there's... <laughs> I was enthusiastic in recess. <laughs> Every kid is. Every kid wants to go. I was really recess. enthusiastic. Um, I was scrolling back, and there's Ulysses S. Grant. I will. And we've been talking about recommending shows and stuff. I will highly recommend History of the World Part Two. Yeah. There's a great part with uh, Grant and Lincoln, and I don't know. There's a parody they do of <laughs> of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm that is really good it's because it, if anybody remembers history of the world part one is, is that on hulu did you say it's on hulu yep yep and it's uh mel brooks did history of the world part one and he's produced part two but it's mainly written by um I know wanda sykes did a lot of it like baron holtz yeah but it's produced nick kroll. by nick kroll N nick kroll is the main guy behind it i like stuff he's got so he many does. projects he does yeah. yeah so i don't know i I was going in expecting not to really care about it, but I got sucked in and was laughing pretty hard about There's, it. It's uh, kind of shticky it's, it's in a Mel way, Brooks. but yeah. If you like Mel Brooks movies, but it's, it's very Mel Brooks. It's Brooks -y. funny, and they're shorts too, you know, like. Yeah, they're all sketches. Like little vignettes. Yeah. You know? Mel Brooks starts uh, Drew by. Um, just shirtless as a model. <laughs> they put He's his on some hot model. Mel Brooks? Made him look younger. Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny in a dumb sort of way. How old is Mel Brooks? 93? Yeah. Yeah, wow. he's up there. Mm. Well, yeah, Shatner, I just read yesterday somebody, somebody in the business, had interviewed William Shatner, and they were saying he was a really good interview, and they were just absolutely blown away that this 91-year-old guy is doing interviews and promoting projects mm -hmm. and, you know, <laughs> doing ads for people. I have to admit, I watch an old Star Trek from time to time. <laughs> nerd. He was super good at that. <laughs> oh, really Star was. Trek? He was great on Star Trek. Yeah. He's uh, funny, though, that that whole cadence of his <laughs> it was, expression. Yeah, it was very unique. Hilarious. Um, I was... Uh, oh, I know what it was. There were a couple of funny things. One was... Jennifer Granholm had a tweet this morning about... International Women's Day? <laughs> Is that what it no, was about? No, I don't think so. Wait, where am I? I'm in the wrong... I'm in the wrong to do with transportation? Here. No, she's energy. What is she? She's... No, it, she's I'm energy. sorry. Whitmer. Oh, Whitmer, yeah. Whitmer. Okay. Oh, you know what else I did? I pulled this up for National Women's Day because somebody noted on Facebook that's, <laughs> okay. that should be played on okay. National. I will look what's for the that. date? National Women's today. International Day. International Women's, Women's Day. Day. Yeah, no, this guy always I think makes a great statement on <laughs> International Women's Day. He's just a big supporter, and I feel like uh, <laughs> I want to see if I can find the original. There's a lot to add. Okay. 
to the topic. I'm going to find Whitmer's tweet. Oh, there he is. A possible case of illegal dumping <laughs> in the middle of the street made one neighbor very upset, and he ended up chasing the person responsible on Detroit's east side. With no luck and a big mess on his hand, he Steven. called for help. Tara Edwards tells us what happened after he reached out to 7 Action News. Oh, everybody needs help sometimes. We first introduced you to Jeff Brown during 7 Action News at 5. He witnessed a man boldly dumping large chunks of wood from a flatbed along Cowles well, thank on God Detroit's Eastside Tuesday in broad daylight. Brown says when he confronted the guy, the man took off. Brown tells us he jumped into action, got into his car, and tracked down the truck. He got a license plate number and called police, but the mess remained on the street and no one had been caught. Taking action for Brown, we did some digging and found Ehor Stakevich, a Warren resident. The truck Brown described parked in the driveway. Wood covered his yard. Uh -oh. Stakevich claims he hit a curb there and the debris is. accidentally fell out. It's a little illegal to leave the wood in the street, so what I'm asking is... I'm going... I mean, you don't have to ask me, and I don't take no orders from no woman, by the way. <laughs> by the way, I don't take no orders from no women. Stakevich says he was planning no to go back orders, and no clean women. up the wood, but only had $1 worth of gas. So you were saying that you were going back to clean up oh, the wood? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm Mr. Cleanup. <laughs> I'm not Mr. Clean. I'm Mr. Clean, clean up. up. Somebody um, said that, I live in Warren and I'm cleaning up Detroit. Go figure that one out. But somebody said that they tried to yell at you to come back and you kept going. And it then, must have been a woman and I don't listen to women yelling. I tell them to shut up. Well, he was quite offensive with his answers. Stakevich maintains he just wants to help people remove chunks of wood from their property. I lift them all by myself with nobody else's help. Wow. Old guys, disabled guys, black guys, white guys, Polish guys, what? Ukrainian guys, huh? and guys from Mars also. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, Mar okay. Mars? from Mars. Yeah, that's okay. where I'm from, Mars. And police are investigating <laughs> yeah. what exactly happened out here and whether Sakevich is responsible or whether he'll face any charges. On Detroit's east side, Tara Edwards, 7 Action News. I, Happy International Women's Day. I flirted with the idea of using one of those audio cuts today. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, somebody will get mad. No. Not if you played it. Where is this guy? I'm surprised no one's ever tracked him down again. Okay, I'm looking for this Whitmer, Whitmer tweet where she said, I'm at Kellogg's today. Okay. Is that today? It's got to be. I just saw it. Oh, here it is. Okay. I'm at Kellogg's today to talk about the work we're doing to move Michigan forward. From higher education and workforce development to advanced manufacturing. There's a lot to be excited about. With this budget, we can continue our momentum to build a brighter future. So I <laughs> looked at that and was like, oh, you know, my eyes rolled just naturally. They just rolled. Yeah. Like, whatever. She's just. It's a photo she's op. She's just being a generic governor yeah. at a photo op. And I, I was like, wow, 57 comments? And I'm thinking. Oh, I'm sure they're all positive. I'm like, okay, they're going to be like half really shitty and half, you know, like, oh, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> so I couldn't help it. I looked and I just started laughing. Um, the first, the first uh, tweet is. A picture, well, a drawing of the Grinch, and the Grinch is saying, "Does your asshole ever get jealous of all the shit that comes out of your mouth?" It's <laughs> oh <my laughs> the first response oh to Whitmer on <laughs> Twitter. Then, um, did she answer? No, she didn't respond. What? And then uh, Rhonda says, "I thought you're giving money to put better internet access to rural areas. Yeah. Haven't seen it. Yeah, move to the city. Like she's reading these to respond." And talking about the prosecutor that put the MSU gunman back on the streets. Next person says, resign. 
Uh, John says, I bet they all laughed at you, you liar. <laughs> Another liar taking a worthless photo op. Okay. Michael, Michigan schools rank one of the lowest, and my child goes to school in Michigan Bay City, so don't talk to me about higher education. <laughs> uh, Chef Sherry says, I thought you promised to fix the damn roads. Oh my God. <laughs> Ida. Um, when did we start to build a better future? People are still leaving the state, Gretchen. Cindy, but you can't even figure out how to make Michigan energy secure. Thousands still out of power. I was wondering when power was going to come up. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, what a just bludgeoning series of comments. I mean, nothing nice in there. Let's keep trying. Okay, this is an attractive-looking I like you, Cindy. You keep talking about everything but the one concern that is an emergency crisis situation. You won't inform your people on how to handle the toxic waste dumped in um, William on Van Born with burning strong smell. It still stinks. Okay, more I got to say, I am shocked that she still... I, I have not seen her make any comment about that. She commented about all the power loss? She did. She did. She had that I mean, one. She took the coffee she had out that to one people. Photo op. Yeah. No, but she hasn't said anything about. I think she had another one doing something no, to try and make it not better. When, not when she gets forty-five grand from DTE. Okay. Next one. Ha ha ha! As people are leaving Michigan in droves, as you finish what you started, destroying our beautiful state. <laughs> people are so dramatic. Uh, Olesia. How about doing something with DTE? We won't need education in workplaces if we freeze to death. Yep. Uh, Matt H. Don't look good for you, Democrats. Uh, there's proof. You Democrats tell lies. D, defund police. E, energy independence. M, mandates. O, open borders. C, cost of living increases. R, rising crime. A, America's last policies. T, tax increases. S, socialism. What's that spell? Democrats. I, know, I lost track. How many, how many likes did that one get? Two. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Put a lot of work into it. How much did they donate, big government Gretch? When you ban nitrogen? Nancy. These are all that are on. There's not yeah. one. I'm just surprised there's not one nice comment in there. Are just you one? Really? I'm not. Moving Michigan forward like where? People are fleeing the state to avoid your tyrannical lockdowns. What is time to do this? I mean, wow. does anyone? Nobody reads this. She doesn't read it. You don't think she goes through and reads them all? <laughs> I doubt it. You don't think someone from her team does? You've ruined small businesses in Michigan, forced them to close, and the educational system is ruined because of your tyrannical lockdowns. Moving forward, blah, blah, blah. More empty words. Barry, the Michigan Senate voted Wednesday to dismantle a controversial law requiring students to repeat the third grade if they're behind in reading skills. And then he's got a throw-up emoji. And Tora says, yeah, and killing babies. I'm surprised that there aren't some comments... Uh, that are like, I love Kellogg's cereal. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? well, why does Jason Carr get all those nice comments? Well, People maybe type she nice should, comments to him. Maybe she should do Facebook Live every morning. <laughs> and then she can have a slot, like nine slots behind her, and someone picks a number, and then she pulls it out, and it's how she ruined the state nine different ways. <laughs> you know, seriously, though, isn't it kind of amazing how angry these people sound it's just an innocuous tweet about i'm a Kellogg's today people are angry people are always angry and they want to be heard i just i mean glenn how about you go visit the state prison and stay a while there should be a room there for you <laughs> whitmer for prison it's michael harless <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
good one. Tell them how you murder babies and old people. Yeah, that's what she's going to tell everybody, Kellogg. <laughs> Check this out, guys. <laughs> Don't share it outside this room. I love murdering babies and old people. I get off on it. It's what gets me wet. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and there's more and more and more and more. It said 57. I, I heard, it seems like more than 57. Her Jesus. Twitter is so ridiculous, though, because it's always like, um, it's International Women's Day. It's, it's just all like positive PR stuff. I, of course. I, mean, I, I don't know. I wish, I wish a politician would have some bite and, you know, a better mix, right? <sighs> I mean, she might as well. You know, I, I don't really think. That the people who are commenting there are going to vote for. Her? <laughs> I don't think they're going to be mixing their comments, though. No, I just mean her. I mean, the tweet kind of, she but puts it, but out. I think I, people that love her I, would put stuff in there just I, to. I mean, because they but, see her getting pounded or something. I mean, Twitter is full of in the butt. Um, <laughs> maybe that. I, well, there I, was that guy on Facebook that took. That's about I mean. that. Oh my god! I'm just really surprised because <laughs> what, the, no, what the, a fucking asshole that guy. The was. dumping of the toxic dirt and the DTE power outages mm-hmm. are just home runs for any politician in the state to get pissed off about and do something about. And yet, you hear nothing. No, I mean, they need the money. Then it's kids' big campaign up bucks. Laduff had Debbie Dingle on last week about the dumping of the dirt, and she was great on that topic. And Debbie was, Dingle on the dumping of the dirt. <laughs> know, that's quite a mouthful. <laughs> Uh, hey, but- Trudy, did you get to Yaldo? I did not. You did not? No. We need a break. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just re- just dawned on me mm-hmm. uh, that Dr. Yaldo is looking to see you. If you're interested in getting rid of glasses and contacts and reading glasses, call today for a consult, 1-800-398-EYES, or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com and save 1500 on custom LASIK by just mentioning the show. Dr. Yaldo is Michigan's premier eye surgeon, having performed tens of thousands of these procedures over the last 25 years. It's because custom LASIK and lens replacement surgery sound risky, even though both are uncommonly safe, fast, painless, and offer a lifetime of great vision without glasses. Most people end up seeing better than 2020. 1-800-398-EYES or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com and don't forget to tell them you are from the show. And tell Christina Gennari the same thing. Say, I'm calling because I'm looking for a house, or I need help with my house, or I need an appraisal, or I need to market list, whatever, or I just have some questions. That's how relationships are started. Christina will talk in drops with you because she listens to the show, too. And she's been, I wonder if she's been listening to the show as long as she's been doing real estate. She's been doing real estate she over has. 20 years. Wow. So when it's time to move Go with Christina Gennari and her great team at KW Domain. And if you don't believe me, just drive around Oakland County and look at all the KW Domain signs. They are really, truly outstanding and dominant. (laughs) And Christina's pretty dominant herself. She really moves a lot of real estate. And if Brandon were here, I would have him vouch for her. She's got a great team, and they do a great job of marketing and all the photography and every little nothing left to chance with Christina Gennari. Did a a great job staging his house. Oh, yeah, staging. That's a big deal. Beautiful, yeah. Call or text Christina, 248-550-4788. And uh, public adjusters of Michigan are there for you when some catastrophe happens. Public Adjusters of Michigan will represent you, the insured, for property insurance claims like your pipe bursting or any other insurance claim. Um, 
I had a big branch fall off my tree during the last big storm. Oh, no. So that led to kind of a weird story this morning. I'm about to pull out of my garage, and I look in the rear view. Thank God I looked in the rear view mirror, because I was about to just roar backwards out of the (laughs) the garage. And there's a a red pickup truck behind me. I'm like, what "What the fuck? And uh, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden there's a guy you know, uh. like walking into the garage and I'm like, huh? Did you hit him? This is, <laughs> this is how horror movies begin. It's kind of scary. <laughs> and he goes, "Remember me?" And I'm uh. Like, uh, uh. No, it's Larry, the tree guy. Who, Larry. He goes around and they see downed limbs. Remember and me? Just, I'm on the show. We just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out it was cool because he was trying to. You think that's a tree trunk? You know, I mean, his business is finding people after wet, bad weather. It's smart. It's a smart business practice. And he goes and he, you know. I don't know about surprising people in their garage, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you love being surprised in your garage? I thought it's it was Tan place. Rob at first, and then it was literally, it was Larry. Um, but anyway, Larry. off the point, get back to Pam, because if you're in the middle of a claim, an insurance claim for your house, Pam guarantees to get you more than the insurance company offered. So call them. Uh, you can either call them or go to callpamfirst.com and uh, talk to Robert or get somebody to give Robert the heads up about what your scene is. And Amy Robach. Larry! Should be getting that Brazilian butt lift from Dr. Roche. Oh, Amy Robach from We Just Fucked. Just Fucked. <laughs> Sponsored by. I, I think that show title has legs. Dr. Roche. Because, <laughs> um, you know, she needs to plump up what's in that bikini bottom. And you can ask for a consult with Dr. Roche. If you find your butt a little bit lacking, you could also get like a fat transfer. That's repurposing fat where you don't want it, like around your belly, to yeah. where you do. A good spot for it. Uh, Dr. Roche can do that. He's also got St. Patrick's Day specials all through March. Tighten up the summer. Oh, yeah. They've got, they've got like 500 off breasts. And yeah. I got, the, I got the notice. I should have mentioned that. Yep. Did you get the same one I got? I did. Okay. Um, you can get one complimentary, one area complimentary when you schedule a liposuction surgery. So you could get like your belly and then your legs. Um, or $250 off a package of the Emerald Laser which is the latest tool in busting fat. Six treatments, $250 off. And uh, $500 off breast augmentation or for a breast lift. Schedule a consult right now, 248-338-1110 at Dr. Roche. Amen. Uh, Kid Rock added a second show yeah. at Little Caesars Arena. The July the 14th. Yeah, and the 14th and 15th. 15th. And, you know, I was really... When do they go on sale? It's Live Nation, by the way, because the tenth. There's some confusion Friday. about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Every article said buy tickets at the Kid Rock Kid Rock website, and I wonder if maybe the special fan club or something. Yeah, it might be like oh. the ten, 10 club sort of that Pearl Jam has. Right. Maybe possibly Probably is okay. Uh, and then um, you know, I was really annoyed by this whole routine whereby Tory Lanes who was convicted of shooting Megan the Stallion in spite of all his bullshit and all these people online who are trolling her for a year waiting for his trial. He essentially has a confession on a jailhouse phone call, which in spite of the fact that every other piece of evidence was plenty to convict him, the jury said, well, yeah, the, the phone call, he admitted shooting her. How could we find him not guilty? So what is it? What do they do? They say they're going to sentence him in a couple weeks. Unlike, no, remember Alex Murdoch? They sentenced him the next morning. I know. 
<laughs> well, oh no, I'm changing lawyers. I'm appealing. Blah blah blah. So uh, okay, we'll do that in January. Then they then Jose Baez comes in because Jose Baez can change history because he's <laughs> such a good lawyer. And they say, okay, well, he obviously needs time, so we're going to change sentencing to late February. Now it's moved back to April. I was just reading about fucking Elizabeth Holmes. Oh yeah. Mm. Fuck this bitch. <laughs> she was so guilty. She was found guilty. Why they gave her till April to report to, to prison is infuriating to me. And now they want to move it. They want to move it back again. Really? Yeah. And and they're fighting. They said that she owes. She has to reimburse investors eight hundred and seventy-eight million dollars. Oh yeah. Because of all the lying that went into some of those pitches she's to get people to donate that, money. Yeah. yeah, and she's trying to get out of paying the $878 oh. million, saying that... Let me guess, she doesn't have it anymore. No, she doesn't. Although she's married to a guy that ha- is a multi-billionaire, so How much, how much does it. she owe? $878 million. Wouldn't it be great if the lawyer goes, you know what, now you owe uh, $978. <laughs> Just well, keep adding money to it. Every now and then a judge time. does that. Every time she keeps complaining. <laughs> God, I hate her, you she's bitch. She's the fucking worst. And that whole fake routine about how much she's changed. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh, fake. I mean, she's way worse than Adam Newman with WeWork. Oh, yeah, because she's people than, with life-threatening yeah. illnesses were defrauded by and her. And remorseless. And her product never worked. At least right. Newman's stupid idea had some people that wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Then also, I was victimized yesterday. Uh-oh. Someone <laughs> froze. Okay? No. Someone froze a picture of me. They took a, a bad screenshot where I'm making a weird face that I've never made again and never made before and couldn't make again if I tried to. It's just a weird face. It's off a screenshot of my electric football game with Mike Clark and Kirk Gibson and Eli Oh, Zarek. wow. And I'm wearing a Packers hat and people are like, we wear a Packers hat. Because we were the Packers in electric yeah. football. Jesus. Assholes. So they froze some face I made that I'm in- incapable of ever making again. And then they froze another face of Jeffrey Dahmer's and claim like we're separated at birth. And <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's face, frozen face, is like the hottest face he's ever made. And mine is like the worst oh, face you think I've looks, ever made. You think he looks hot there, huh? He looks no hot homo. for Dahmer. Your face doesn't look that bad. What? That's not a bad pick. I also felt that, that Dahmer resembles... Macaulay Culkin in that picture. Oh, he does. So maybe oh, wow. I'm making a weird enough face to resemble Macaulay Culkin. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so Michael but- Jackson would be sexually attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I were to caption what a concept. Uh, if I were to caption your photo in that picture, it would definitely be. We're gonna party. Party, party. <laughs> That's what you're saying. You see your mouth That's is the taking caption. the shape. Of That's party. what they call doing a dommer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. Uh, in the celebrity world, and we'll get to another one who's who's really quite worked up today. Uh, Bam Margera arrested oh for God. domestic violence again. Weird with, story with his and I quote new girlfriend. I would like to know what is going on in the brain of a woman who says, <laughs> "Bam Margera, that's the guy for me." He, <laughs> I can fix him. He's been sober like one day in the last four years. Uh, maybe I'll get lucky. No. Uh, he allegedly kicked her and hit her, and now the cops are bitching because she apparently is suddenly not being cooperative. Oh, what a Come surprise. on. He just lost the ability to visit, have visitation with his child because he was drunk the last time he had his child, and he's so out of control. Honestly, uh, when isn't he drunk? 
can't we just have, can't the judge order O.J. Simpson to pick him up and say, you're going to a rehab. <laughs> just like he did with Christine Brody when he was so mad and just march, bam, right to a rehab. He's so rehab. bad, Steve-O thought he was going to die. That's how bad he is. Yeah, Steve-O is so sick of his what shit. Do you, what do you do with him? I, know. I mean, the guy doesn't want to get help. I don't know. I, I don't know what people, he, they're going to have to throw him in jail just to get him help, I suppose. It's really frustrating because when he gets You're sober, he says all the right things and he behaves properly and then he gets yeah, drunk and he's he, like, fuck all you, fuck yeah. you, he ripped me off and uh, Johnny Knoxville fucked me. And, uh. He fools everybody. So Michael Irvin, we've talked a lot about Michael Irvin, sent home from the Super Bowl for apparently getting handsy with some female in the lobby, some hotel employee, to yeah. the point that they kicked him out and made an example out of him. And the last thing we knew is that there was a video that they were fighting over. Marriott did Ooh, not. I'm excited about this video. Yeah, they did not want to get. Well, we don't get to see it yet. What? Marriott turned it over, and the judge said, "Here, here it is for discovery. You guys can watch it, but you are not allowed to disseminate it amongst the public." <sighs> so his Bullshit. lawyer, like, we can't handle it or something. <laughs> I think well, we're more objective than any of these people. I mean, there's no jury. You know, the judges do that. So um, the they had a press conference today where the lawyer explained what he saw in it and Michael spoke. Hmm. Um, so far, well, do you want to know what the lawyer said was in it? Yeah, what is in it? Uh, let's see. I've been dying to know. The allegations are nonsense. We immediately need to get Michael back to work. Hmm. And we need the Renaissance Marriott to apologize to him. Ah. His lawyer he says he shakes her hand in the beginning. Shakes her hand in the end. One time touches her on the elbow. The other time he buckles over laughing and brushes her other elbow. That is it, according to Michael's lawyer. Oh, I could see that easily happening. What? So why did she claim that he sexually assaulted her and the hotel kicked him out and then the NFL network followed suit and booted him? I don't understand. No what, what does she allege happened? We don't know. We don't know at all. She won't come out and say anything? What did something that he said to her then, if the video shows him touching her elbow? That's his word against her word. They don't have audio. He's still in pretty good shape. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, He looks great. He could run some routes. (laughs) No, Michael Irvin's been pretty cool. I mean, he had some troubles, but he's been a pretty good citizen the last 20 years or so, hasn't he, pretty much? Yeah. I think. Yeah. He's a great commentator. The video is from behind the desk. The woman approached Irvin in his group, so she came up to him. Um, they meet behind a pole obstruction in the video. So and then walk. So there's it's possible that something can happen there, but I guess it's only about a minute and a half long. Here's here's Michael talking today at the oppressor. This sickens me because in this great country, this takes me back to a time where a white man would accuse a black a white woman would accuse a black man of something. Mm. And they would take a bunch of guys that were above the law, run in the barn, put a rope around his foot, and drag him through the mud, and hang him by the tree. Not a thought about what would happen, not an investigation, not after repeated attempts. I kind of object to that analogy. I object to it, too, because there are a lot of people that are on his side who are suggesting that, hey, wait a second, what the fuck is going on here? There's no one is going, and also, he is a big celebrity. He will get the benefit of the doubt. He is very famous and very rich. Except if if he is being treated unfairly, which it sounds like, Mm -hmm. maybe he has to go to larger lengths in order to turn the tables on this person 
Well, his is pa- it a white? So it's a white chick, I guess. Yeah, oh, great. And his past, <laughs> his past is working against him too. Yeah, and he's been falsely accused of some before, really yeah. bad things before, which it turned out were absolutely not true. The girl admitted she was lying. So why are those hanging? Oh. Like, why is that still staining his character if he didn't do that? I don't think a lot of people know that he was clear to that. Yeah. Well, they just know that he got in trouble. Yeah, you just hear the. Yeah, first they just know thing. he got in trouble. Yeah. Huh. So um, and he was he was, was hanging around, he was hanging around with some shady people some at blow the time. Happening, he, right? He got in some trouble. Yeah, he was. And he's bombastic, off. and when he played, you know, he was very taunting to the other team. Remember him at Miami? Yeah, but that yeah, he could be a real ass. Yeah, yeah that's just competitiveness. I love, I love him. Yeah, I personally yeah. find him to be much more likable now was, than then. He's grown up. I think he's a lot more mature. Was he with the Cowboys during when they were? Yes, they used to call him South America's team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they won Super Bowls. He too. was one of the triplets. Oh. <laughs> Troy and Emmett and him. Troy. And hang them by the tree. Not a thought about what would happen, not an investigation, not after repeated attempts of people trying to go and say, guys, he, here's what really happened. Here is what really happened. Here are witnesses that will say this. Here are witnesses that will say that. They say, we don't want to hear. We do not want to hear. How can you? How, how can I defend myself if I don't even know what I'm defending myself against? They asked Good me, point. "Do you remember this girl you met in the lobby?" I work, and I live in hotels. I stay in hotels all year long, from August to September. I meet people every day, walking in and out of a lobby. I couldn't even tell you what she looked like. I don't know. I don't even know who I'm talking about when I'm talking about. I'm supposed to do something. I, I it's just. This just blows my mind that in 2023, we still dragging and hanging brothers by a tree. That blows my mind that I have no opportunity to defend. I don't even know what I'm defending. And, and, and I, I mean, he I just want to say this. It, it ESP, is he working for ESPN, right? NFL Network. NFL Network. They're not defending him. That's, it's not us. I, I'm absolutely in favor of defending him because I've never understood why, what did he do? No one ever explained. They just sent him home, acted like he was a horrible asshole who committed some terrible act. But it was never, if, it, if he doesn't know any better than I know, then this is fucked up. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel for him. And, and he seems very genuine. Yeah. I think so. I believe him. So this is the lawyer explaining what was on the video, and Michael is is crying. He's tearing up. He's got his glasses off. He's wiping his eyes. I, you know, he's clearly affected by this. Um, at any point in time, did you see anything that caused you concern? You thought was inappropriate? Uh, Mr. Everett should have done that. Just done toward. Did you see anything like that? Where's the NFL Network? Why aren't they speaking about this? Why are they so sure that he needed to be sent home? The NFL Network never comments on anything. Remember the Marshall Falk thing? They just got rid of him, too. Well, you know, instead of, I think maybe Michael needs to be more specific in his complaints, and maybe some other people should point this out, that someone made this decision. They're the ones who should explain themselves. Yeah. What I struggle with, you know, you try to, and you try to be an ambassador of the league, and also understand that God has blessed me and, and given me a platform and try to touch people, try to raise people, try to lift people up. 
and, and, and I don't know, I met a lot of fans, but I've always tried to be good with people. You know, I'm struggling now saying, do I determine, do I not talk to people? What do I do, you know, because of this kind of a situation? I know I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, that sucks. Wrong. I know I didn't do anything wrong, and I was trying to do everything right. That sucks, because right. now he's always got to be on guard. So it's just, you know, though, though, though I say that, I got to come back to this moment, and I'm not said to these guys, you know what, you cool guys, let's go outside and take that picture, you know, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't have been right there with me. And that would have been a moment that I've had alone. And I know nobody's going to listen to what I say. Mm. Nobody still. All right, I think I get it. That is I understand kind of crazy. Nobody wants to listen to him. But there, there's only one person involved here. There's the hotel, two people, the hotel and his employer. This has nothing to do with everyone else. This is not a group trying to take him and, you know, as he said, lynch him or whatever. This is the hotel that said he did this and the NFL who says, well, yeah, I'm going to take your word for it, even though I've employed this guy for X number of years. I don't understand why, why the NFL network is so resolute because I thought sending him home was extreme. I thought he could have apologized. Yeah. Why couldn't he say, yeah, I had an interaction that this person didn't like. Uh, I did not touch her in any ugly way. I bent over laughing, and I I grazed her elbow, which is what happened, apparently. Yeah, but he didn't even remember that. Yeah, but it's on the video. I was going to say, if they would have put the video out right away, Marriott. Hmm. Um, By the way, it does look like he was scheduled to do something with ESPN. I don't know if that was paid or not, but they also said, eh, yeah, we don't want you on Super Bowl week. I I don't know why he couldn't apologize and why it was so unacceptable. It seems to me in this case, if the video is the way it's described, doesn't this the the person accusing him, don't they need to explain or have someone explain what it is that they found so objectionable? Yeah. 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 And and do it. Now, because he's just been, been dangled. The Super Bowl time, was what three income. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. That's too long. And and guess what? People are thinking all this time is, yeah, Michael, he must have really fucked up. Yeah. Um. Do we have, did we have one more commercial left? I think we did. What? NordVPN. Oh. Yeah, we did. Damn, sorry. NordVPN. It's okay. They protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers. And they also allow you to switch your country IP to addresses that get access to Netflix, Disney Plus, etc., and other countries for cheaper prices than the U.S. YouTube Premium for less than foreign countries. Unparalleled browsing security and protection from hackers. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com/dams or use the code dams to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And I urge you to subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Drew and Mike YouTube channel. Uh, we've been getting a lot more stuff up there, and we'll be consistently and hopefully. You know, I was thinking about Bernie. Like, we need to, you know, we're talking about things that are on the screen, and we need to have it set up so, like, all these other channels, can people can see what we're talking about. But I just, we can easily who do, do we need to do that? Could uh, Bernie, we- can Bernie do that? Well, I can do it, but we need someone, a body to actually switch to it. A switcher. I, I only have so many hands. Producer. Um, commandeering three computers, I can't, I mean. Well, we have. I guess I can do it. We have 
I don't understand why why can't one person just run the drops and one person run the screen or one person just runs the screen when we're using the screen? You can do that. Or I can run the screen. What do we have to switch from? I don't understand. Why can't we just have one master screen, which is what the show is watching? Well, we do. So let's see. Here, here's what we're recording. But sometimes that screen is when his his computer is showing, and sometimes it's what your computer is showing. Here, here's here's what we're recording, and then you just have. Um, then why can't people mode? see what it is we're looking at? Because I I haven't been able to um, while doing the show. See, obviously I can't do it now. I can't go boop. There's me. Boop. There's an empty chair. <laughs> you know, it's just a matter of having a body to do it. There's Trudy. Hi, Trudy. Um, There's you. I, I didn't realize it was just a matter of pushing a button. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty easy. I thought you were an hard. AV club in high yeah, school. Yeah, but, but we had, um, like when we had the YouTube stuff on, which we're not going to put on YouTube because <laughs> we can't, but it was on the screen, mm-hmm. So it would not, but it would not be in the broadcast. It would no, not be in the... No, because that's coming from a different input. But I, you know, you can easily do that. It's just right. Just just, uh, how do we speed up the setting it up so I don't have to keep reading? People going, "Hey, why could Jim set up so he's in on it?" Well, I mean, Jim, Jim could do it in post. I don't blame Maybe him for just complaining. Don't read that. Uh, I mean, Jim <laughs> no, could... I don't blame them for complaining because they're watching people who stream on YouTube and show you exactly what they're talking about. Jim can do it in post. I mean, I've talked to him about it. Yeah, but I don't think these people do it in post. Don't they just do it while they're watching it and they switch yeah, to well, the screen? Have Jim come in while we're doing it, and then he can switch around for us. So all these shows hire an extra body to do this. It seems like a lot of commitment, especially I'll, for I'll, okay. I'll start doing it. Thirty-five hundred followers. <laughs> I mean, I do I do it for Charlie, but I'll start doing it. I'll start doing. I it mean, here. what do what do, uh, do it. these know, shows I'm that just, have I'm a just, million just, followers? What do they do? I don't know. I'm just start doing a it. A couple of more people. That's why. I'll At the end of some it. podcasts, they have a lot of, you know, they roll the credits. But there are people with, like, like 1,500 YouTube subscribers who do it. Okay, I'll start doing it. I, I mean, I didn't know it was that hard. It just seemed like it's, everyone's doing it, so I just assumed it wasn't that hard. It's not hard at all. Um, I'll yeah. Start, I'll start doing it. Okay. I thought we would want to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm confused. Hey, you, it's you, just, it's uh, a Billy lot. It's, said we needed some software it, or something, it, so no, I just figured. No, it's a lot. It's just a lot. I mean, for me to do a lot of this all together, all at once. But I will start. I will add that to the list. I I know we're in the middle of that heated discussion, but you forgot Billy Squire has a new album, and I feel like that's very important. He didn't want to talk about it. (laughs) Why does he not have an album for thirty years? What is that? I don't know. Is that because he did that dumb video? And he tried to get over it for five years, and then he's like, nobody will ever forget that stupid video I did. Ugh. And so he retired, and then he figured, well, after 30 years, maybe people have forgotten that ridiculous oh. dancing video I did. Maybe he got sick of hearing himself sing Stroke Me, Stroke Me over and over again. That wasn't the video, was it? Was it the stroke? No, but maybe, you was know. Lonely as the Night or? Yeah. Oh, it's awful. It's Lonely as the oh, Night. Oh, my God, was that embarrassing? I think he said he went from full arenas to like five to 10,000 people. Almost when the video aired for the first time, he lost half his capacity it's on like the road. Like the clap, <sighs> Billy Squire video, and yeah, I, I tell you, classic rock radio is so frustrating to me because <laughs> I grew up loving music that classic rock radio doesn't like, won't test. If they do test, it doesn't test, and then they test music. That I've heard so much that I cannot believe people don't want to hear something 
of a wider variety, like uh, less Billy Squire and more Coldplay or more, I don't know. I mean, all those, I like all that new wave and that post-punk and... Um, I mean, I could see if I were running, if it was WDRW, we'd have 20 Bowie cuts. We'd have, um, well, there'd be a lot of bands that never get played, put it that way. I mean, Elvis Costello would get at least six tracks. Damn, that'd be sweet. I know. But we could play, uh, oh, what else? There's so much great music, so many artists. Talking Heads. I would play at least 10 Talking Heads songs. (laughs) 10? Well, okay, wait, let me think. Hold on. Life after wartime. Life after wartime. Take me to the river. Does anyone play "Take Me to the River" on the radio? That's a great version, mm-hmm. don't you think? I've not heard it. Yeah, that is. Wait, you have never heard Talking Heads "Take Me to the River"? No, I know Get the, the song. I've here. never heard it on oh, you radio heard? since we did. We used to play it at Riff. Oh uh, no, I don't think Riff ever played a Talking really? Heads song that I know of. Because I remember, so we must. Have I would play it on Psycho our... Killer. Uh, Once in a Lifetime, Burning Down the House. Yeah, for sure. Um, and She Was, that's a pretty good song. Mm-hmm. And then let's see, Remain in Light has, uh, wait, did we say Life During Wartime? Yep. Once in a Lifetime? Once in a Lifetime. Letting the days go by. Burning Down the House, there's something else. This Must Be the Place, Naive Melody. Okay. From the Burning Down the House album. And She Was, Stay Up Late. That's another one. Sure. Okay, maybe not ten. Maybe play eight. There's a couple others I like though. On what's the what's the album? Let's see. Ooh, Violent Femmes. I play a couple of Violent Femmes tracks. Okay, I support that. Does anyone play Blister in the Sun? Mm-mm. No. Why not? I don't know. It's in a lot of movies too, isn't it? I, know. I love that song. It's in Reality Bites. <laughs> Doesn't uh, Ethan Hawke sing it in Reality Bites? I think so. I think he does. Wait, more songs about buildings. Uh, little Creatures, True Stories, Naked. The name of this band is Talking Heads. Fear of Music. More songs about buildings and food. Found a Job, Take Me to the River. The Big Country. Oh, The Big Country's a great song. Oh, wow. It's when Winona runs out of the bar. Where can I get I don't know thought you would have thought that was hot. <laughs> and he runs off stage. Bullshit. <laughs> you can't leave your band. Your band's fucked up. <laughs> Wait, that's like, um, oh, what's his name? The pitcher in that stupid movie has a no hitter after eight and a third. He runs off the mound. It's a perfect Perfect catch. catch, Yeah. What's his name? His dad was famous. I don't know. I've never seen that movie. Actor? Is it perfect catch or the catch? It was perfect catch. Yeah, he's got a no hitter, and Jessica Biel is going to the airport and sees her leaving. Jessica Biel. He leaves the mound with a no-hitter. Total bullshit. <laughs> and then they go to the credits, and he's pitching for the Phillies, I think, in yeah. the major leagues, and he gives up a long home run. I think that's. I think I'm telling that story correctly. Uh, the cast is uh, Andrew Walker. Oh. 
Chance or something? No, it's somebody whose father is famous. Summer Catch. Summer Catch, yeah. that's it. Freddie Prinze. Freddie Prinze. Oh, Freddie. Yeah, and Beale's in it. Is Matthew Dillard in that movie, too? Matthew, what happened to that guy? Matthew Dillon? Or who? Dillard? Is his name Dillard? Summer Catch. Wow, she looks pretty good. Yeah, she does look great in that movie. Her father's really mean, though. Because Freddie Prince's dad is the landscaper, and she thinks she's too good to date the landscaper's son. Matthew Lillard? Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard, that's it. What did I call him? I don't know. Wilder is in it. Can't believe or many, Wilmer. Can't believe many people are at this Little League game. He really looks like he can throw the ball, unlike many baseball movies. Yeah, all his friends have been going to the games, rooting him on. He takes off for Beal. We're really witnessing something special here. It's Kurt Gowdy. That's the actual Kurt Gowdy, isn't it? Yeah. I know that voice anywhere. Maz must have been losing it when he saw Kurt Gowdy in this movie. She got in the car. <laughs> oh. Allow yourself to succeed. She's in his head now. Yeah, he's seeing microfiche. Actually, it's got him looking at her in the pool, but the truth is, I think he's seeing her doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the what his mouth looks like. Uh, uh, he's violating the pitch clock. And getting a boner. That's the, the catcher, Matthew Lillard? Yeah, it's Matthew Lillard. What's going on? You okay? I love her. Oh, pff, come oh. on. This is one of the gayest okay. moments, no, moments in all too. sports movies. But let's get two more out, okay? Come on, kid. Gay, yeah, it's totally straight. He wants to go get some poon from Jessica Biel. Finish it, Calvin. But that's short-lived glory. I gotta tell you, I hate their uniforms. What? Why is the, the guy that is leaving a no-hitter tells the guy who's coming into the game? What kind of movie is this? He's a player manager. He's on a pitch count. Tomorrow. Right, girl. That'll last you forever. Really? Besides, that's the best closer in the league. That's his dad, the landscaping loser. Good morning, sunshine. Fred Ward's <laughs> hot for an older guy. And my man on deck is a yeah, he's a landscaper, Trudy, so Jessica Biel is not worthy. Everything His son is not worthy of Jessica Biel. Well, you haven't seen good. Summer Catch? No, I have oh, not. You haven't? I've never seen it either. Oh, Dennehy's in it. Dennehy's the manager? No. Yeah. <laughs> Who played Gacy? Right. <laughs> Get her. Bye. Get her. Of well, course, this is the damnedest thing I've ever seen in my life. Crowd should be booing him. Ryan Dunn is taking himself out of the game with two hours to go for a no-hitter. How does he know he took himself out of the game? No, Kirk Gowdy, I think, would not know that at that point in his life. Not at all. He was a little beyond then. I don't think he broadcast in years. Um, hey, uh, do subscribe to our YouTube page. And uh, also rate us five stars on Spotify, iTunes, or any of our 77 platforms. And shop the Amazon portal. And, oh, we do have a donate bar. If you want to help the show, you can donate on a monthly or an individual basis, whatever suits you. And thank you to all of you that do such fine work on our behalf. 
And Hall Financial is our presenting sponsor. Mortgage interest rates, well, they're not that bad when you look at credit card debt interest rates, which are in the 20s. So if you are paying credit card debt on a monthly basis, if you don't just pay up the whole bill at once and you're paying those interest rates, it's insane. You might want to consider using equity in your home to put yourself in a better position to to get rid of credit card debt before you get killed by it. They'll give you a five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial. Five minutes. That's all it takes to see how much money you've gained in home equity. They can close in a couple weeks or less, getting you money just as fast. So if you're looking to buy a new home or refi and get some money to pay some high-interest credit, call Hall first, 866-CALL-HALL, or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And get well, Brandon. I will not be seeing Brandon tomorrow, but hopefully sometime soon. And uh, Bentley will be here. So I I guess we'll scrape by. Trudy, can you do show notes tomorrow? Sure. I'm up for it. Why didn't you do them today? Uh, you didn't ask. <laughs> I, saw, I saw you doing them, though. I, I forget how much the show is hanging by a string until Ten. someone's missing. It's a tight group. I got it. It does, uh, it does really up fine. your value to be sick or to uh, have to miss work for whatever reason. Because, uh, yeah. It's like one too many is one too many, but one too few is one too few. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, we'll, we, I think we can hold it together tomorrow. Hopefully, if Bentley can step up. Or Brandon, so, get better, buddy. Yeah, get well, Brandon. And we'll see ya.